Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What's up, donkeys? Happy Monday, junkies. Come to you live on 106.7 The Fan. And the team 980 in the DMV, 910 The Fan in Richmond, and we're streaming live on the Odyssey app. Take us on the go with that Odyssey app wherever you may be. You can also watch us on the TV side on the Monumental Sports Network. We're presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junks. Looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber? Just visit CropMetcalf.com. And you can join their team today. We thank you for tuning in this Monday morning, January 29th, 2024. I'm John Paul Flame, joined by Eric Bickle. Morning. Morning. Johnny Cake Sawville's here. To quote the sage <sighs> words of J- Jason Bishop, <sighs> the only good thing about Monday is that we're, we're still alive. You're still alive. Still, still alive. alive. Well, yeah. Jason Bishop is here alive yeah, and kicking and here. smiling because his Niners come back in the second half to beat... The Detroit Lions in advance mm-hmm. to the Super Bowl. You, of course, are a Niners fan. Did you stay up and watch it live? <laughs> I watched the first half live. And so you were distraught when you went to bed. And I turned it off, and I said, this game's over. They look awful. <laughs> and I got up this morning just to see what the final score was going to be. And right. obviously pleasantly surprised. You were thrilled. Your yep. Niners, like, congrats. Your Niners are in their uh, uh, 100th Super Bowl. I know Drab, Drabby and, and Cakes <laughs> hate the uh, Super Bowl matchup, but it is what it is. Hate is a strong word, but, I mean, like like Drab and I said before the show started, we could have had a fun Super Bowl if Baltimore and Detroit both advanced, but they didn't. So now we get mm-hmm. a rehashed Super Bowl from four years ago. Well, well now you get and, the candidates for the Washington Commanders. They're available for interview. Ben Johnson yeah, like, can do his interview. Aaron Glenn a, can do his interview. There are only two jobs left. Like Mike McDonald can do his interview. Everybody's making a big deal about like, oh, you got to get the, the the guy hired in the next uh, uh-huh. day or five days. Like, yeah. right? Cares? I agree. It's two weeks. So you got so plenty like, of time. There's no more competition really for yeah. Ben Johnson out there. You can take your time with it. Well, we're going to be able to talk about this throughout the show, but Jason Bishop can thank Dan Campbell. Sort of again, Dan Campbell. Well, it's not just Dan Campbell, but. Dan Campbell loves to go for it. Mm-hmm. That's the that's what he's done all year. That's his yeah. calling card. Matter. He's still super stupid. aggressive. Still stupid. Uh, I, I understand. Josh Reynolds has to catch the ball. Yes. I mean, because that's like a fourth down conversion. Throwing, he he later dropped another one. Like he was throwing the game at. Yeah, I actually thought about I mean, that myself. Was, I was like, "What is happening here?" But the second one, the second drop, body catch. He let just get right, right, <laughs> right. off his donk shoulder pad. Did it bother you that Please. after the first one, he was shown on the sideline smiling, I, I like it wasn't a big deal? Didn't bother me, but I, I didn't notice that. Yeah, like. He's laughing, and it's like this could be a key play. And momentum clearly changed after the fourth down fail. Of course, the I momentum mean, it, completely changed. I mean, there's a tale of two halves. Brock Purdy, give him his credit. 
Second half was 13 for 16 for a buck 74. I know he got lucky on the IU play, mm-hmm. but 13 <clears> for 16 for a buck 74 with 47 rushing yards. As a team, they went from seven points in the first half offensively to 24 in the second half. Mm-hmm. They only allow seven in the second half. I mean, it was a tale of two halves. They went from 131 yards of offense to 282 yeah. in the second half. So you went to bed thinking your Niners were done. Mm-hmm. And obviously the odds were that they were not going to advance the Super Bowl, but they just turned it on in the second half. Well, like you said, you, you get some help from the coaching decisions of Campbell. And let's not act like Campbell just did this on a whim. I mean, he's done this all year. Oh, it's his, yeah, it's his I, personality. I would argue yeah. that they're wrong. Like, I, I, know, I go agree. For it all the and time. I'm sure Lions fans are pissed. Um, I was reading some stuff online, and they're you know they're, a, they're, they're completely flummoxed as to why he would do this in such a big spot. You got to pick the spot in a you big can, game. You can't just be 100 percent yeah pedal to the metal all the time. The two yeah. examples I'll bring up is even this year, two of the best coaches <clears> in football, aggressive coaches, Andy Reid and John Harbaugh. Both kicked six field goals in a game this year. Yeah. This year. Mm-hmm. And and I know the Chiefs game, Valdez, I don't remember the the Ravens game. I know the Chiefs won that game. And it was thanks to the field goals. Well, I got I don't a... remember the game when Tucker had six. Do you remember the game? It was off the top of your head? Um off the top of my head. I don't know. I don't know. It's fine if you know. But I got I gotta think if Dan Campbell won it. I gotta think if Dan Campbell had Justin Tucker as his kicker. Yeah, I mean that's not going for it on fourth and two. Right. Harrison Butker. Did you see Butker's stats of fifty or more uh, yards in the playoffs in his career? I mean, he's automatic. I mean, yeah, he's, he's a stud. So Butker and Tucker obviously are much better than Badgley, right. who's been on a hundred different teams. So, to, to, to but be again, fair, Dan Campbell. This is Dan Campbell's mantra. He he. This is what he does. He's he's a risk taker. It's like it's in his DNA. And, and to be fair, they they, they, they kicked the field goal at the end of the first half. They did do right. one, but I knew he was going to go for the next one because he. I, I know he's thinking, I can't be a wuss and go for it. But it's two. also I the position of the field. I knew 100%. he was going for it because he, because he kicked the other to, field to, goal. Look, I think they definitely should have kicked the second field goal. You tie the game. Right. You tie the game. It's beyond stupid. The first one I had less of a problem with. And look, Josh Trevor's got to catch the ball. Catch the ball. Of course. Jared very, Goff, it was a tough that throw. That doesn't exonerate the decision. catch the ball. I, don't, also, I didn't have, a, I didn't have as much a problem with the first instead one. Instead of Josh Reynolds. Like in a well, you know spot. what Steve Wilkes did? Steve Wilkes, they played a lot of zone in the first half. Yeah. They went to a lot of man in the second half, and mm-hmm. he was disguising some things. So I think that that was that played a role in why Detroit couldn't move the balls easy. Goff was on fire in the first half. I mean, and and they ran the ball at will. I mean, they ran for almost 200 yards. And the Gibbs fumble, like the deep, Gibbs fumble you know, was deep huge. in his own territory, just yeah, massive play, huge. Yeah, but I, I just want to say overall, I disagree with Drabby and Cakes. I mean, not vehemently or anything, but I think they're exciting teams. I mean, I'm kind of sick of watching the Chiefs every week, but they're but exciting. I, I don't disagree with that. They're yeah. they're exciting, but I just I was ready to see some fresh blood in yeah. the Super Bowl. I was ready for it, like. Detroit's never made the Super Bowl. I was ready to see them ascend well, to that point. The, if the Ravens and Niners got in, it was great. It would have been great because yeah. Valdez and I could do some stupid bet, right? Like we did. The, um, I don't know how many years 2012. ago. Twenty twelve. When I had to suck on his Super Bowl candy ring. Okay. Right. I wouldn't agree to do that again. <laughs> no, but you would agree to something mild, Some stupid sure. and yeah. mild, of course. But um, I, I think ninety five percent of the country is rooting for the Lions. 
Oh, I'm if, sure if they you're were. not a it's Niners a, fan, a you have story. to be rooting for the Lions in that matchup. And I'm sure they were. there's a lot of Brock Purdy haters out there. I'm one of them who just want to see the pumpkin come back <laughs> yeah. and just or wait for Instead, with you too. the ball he throws a, a horrible ball yeah. that bounces off a guy's face mask, right. and he gets credit for a 50 yard pass. I mean, pass. what a yep. joke! We got and lucky. He suddenly that he's a the, stud again. The, the ball to was Juwan Jennings. I mean, yes. just a, just a prayer. I'm a huge lucky. Purdy guy. I love yeah. him. I'm rooting for Purdy because I feel bad for quarterbacks. Look, it's almost a different standard on. Purdy that okay definitely got away with a couple mm-hmm. but he also Everyone made else. he also made, made some, some big, big plays great place especially yeah. with his legs of course in the second half and he's almost in a catch 22 when he wins nobody's gonna give him credit they'll call him a game manager when he loses everybody pounces on oh, that's him. just drabby being an nfc everybody's West. pouncing on niners him. hater that's all he's doing we'll bide our time in a few years, we're going to see Brock Purdy outside yes. of the Kyle Shanahan cocoon, and then then the pumpkin returns. So we just have to wait. <laughs> nah, he's the be, real deal. We have he's, to be patient. He's a good. He's a very very good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He's not he's the not best. A, he's not. But a, he's, a, very, he's not very, the best. He's slightly he's above average. He's better than I want him to be. Yeah. But Jason, no one's. It's nothing personal. Nobody wants to watch Chiefs 49ers again. Well, I do. That makes sense. But I, I will say this: I'm terrified of Mahomes. Well, you I'm, should. I'm be. terrified of him. You absolutely should. Their be. pass defense is going to give Purdy all kinds of problems, and McCaffrey's going to have to be on point. San Francisco's defense has been leaking oil for the last month and a half, and I, I think Kelsey's going to kill him. Yeah, I thought I'm, Travis I'm Kelsey was done. Yeah. I thought he had lost a step. Pro- I will say I, this. I, I picked say, him way too high in a fantasy league, and as I'm watching that game, I'm just doing this. Where, where, where was, was that during well, the where season? This, where, where were these mega yeah. Kelsey performances when he looked semi-washed during the season? I'm not right. going to say washed, but well, there I were think they the felt season disrespected because we were all he was on up. fire. I think they felt and disrespected. They, they, all he did was pepper him with targets, like from the from the outset, just. Kelsey, well, Kelsey, Kelsey. Well, Kelsey, and non-stop. every time he but throws to him, he catches it. Right, and, and right. he's your best option. I mean, well, he, they find they find ways to get him open. Andy Reid finds ways yeah. to get him open every single route. I, know. I don't get it. I know. Well, now, now, a lot of, them, of it was zone, and so he just he's super experienced at finding the soft spot in the zone. I know. Well, and then when it's man, he can run by people. I don't or get even it. with people draped on him. Look, Mahomes made. Tough throws to him. He made some good catches a couple times. Yeah, the one really good catches, of course. But for the most part, he's wide open, and he's not he's not fast. He's a a great great route. He's a great route runner, and he 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 doesn't drop anything unless it was well. This year he had a ton of drops. On the year he had a ton. I think the most in his career. But he didn't. He did on time. I honestly think they felt disrespected. I picked the Ravens. I thought the Ravens would win. I thought the Ravens. I would think win too. a lot of people thought the Ravens were the better team this year, and I just think they felt disrespected. He just came and played out of his mind. Grabby, I'm with you. I I feel like I'm forced to root for the Chiefs against the 49ers because one, because I want to see like you see Purdy turn into a pumpkin. Two. I know it it triggers everybody that Taylor Swift is along for the ride with the Chiefs. I couldn't that hate makes, that chick that anymore. That makes me laugh. It's impossible. That, that and I used to love Tay Tay. It's all getting right? on my nerves. It makes me laugh. It's overexposure. Makes me Kelsey, Kelsey's in every single commercial on he is TV. He's in a lot of commercials. Uh, so Mahomes is in a lot, too, by Chiefs the way. Chiefs fan. Number one Chiefs Holmes fan. Mahomes is more likable than Kelsey. I agree, but still, they are getting on my nerves. I'm out on Kelsey. It also becomes, do you root for greatness? Mahomes... Getting to four Super Bowls in six seasons, he is on a Tom Brady track. Now, that is way down the road to get to seven Super Bowl wins. But if he's able to win his third, he's on that path. Yeah. And as Jason said, 
Why would you bet against them? The, the, the narrative before the playoffs was, well, let's see what Patrick Mahomes can do on the road. He's never won a playoff game on the road. He's always been in Kansas City in the confines at home. Well, sure seemed like he didn't have a problem being on the road in these uh, first two playoff games. No, I don't think anything affects him. Because narratives are stupid. And then yeah. he doesn't have the receivers. Would, the, the narrative all season was, well, the offense isn't clicking. And it's true if you look at them statistically. They didn't score this season like they did in seasons past. And Mahomes threw more interceptions this year than in season seasons past. They were adjusting. But in the end, it's tough to beat Mahomes. I mean, and and, he, and he makes a great throw. Yeah. Look, Andy Reid makes a great call. Or whoever you want to say made the call, whoever their the play third, caller on is. On the third down? On the third down. They go yeah. for the jugular, yeah. and he throws a, a, a perfect ball to MVS, <clears throat> who another guy who had dropsies during the year, not somebody that you'd rely on. I mean, like but Mahomes last, threw it to, to MVS. He catches it game weeks, over. He's had like two pretty remarkable catches <clears throat> for <throat> a guy who has borderline hands. He's come to play the last few weeks. I mean, Mahomes is 14-3 and three in his career in the playoffs. Think about that. Oh, number. he's sick. I'm rooting for your Niners, but three. I think the Chiefs should. What's the line? Chiefs should. Not, be, Niners, I the Niners, Niners favor. Well, I think the Chiefs. I think are the Chiefs win. should be favored by three. I think the Chiefs should be favored, but I'm rooting for your Niners. What is Kyle Shanahan's playoff record? Uh, he started his career. Has he been the coach of the Niners pretty, for six been, or seven years? Yes, it's been pretty good. And this is his second Super Bowl. He's been to a bunch of championship games. He's done it with different quarterbacks. Dude, he's building a sick resume early. Now he's got to win one. Yeah, but one. you've got to win one. Yeah, he's got to win one. He may not win this one, but he'll win one. He may win it. Might be his time. We'll see. I mean, I think a lot of things have to go. I think right. it's a good storyline. I understand he's, everybody likes the Lions. It was a fun story. I mean, they're on huge underdogs, but you can still find underdogs. I, I think the Niners look. They've got so many stars. We haven't even mentioned. Christian McCaffrey is so good. He just bounces off of tacklers. I know he didn't have. You know, 200 yards rushing, but his 90 yards rushing mm-hmm. were pretty phenomenal, well, was, in my opinion. He was grinding for it, too. Those are tough runs. Oh, yeah. This his is now, yards after contact. Shanny's now 8-3 and three in the uh, playoffs in his career. 8-3. and three. But again, you know, he's, this is, you know, you got to win Super Bowls if you're going to be considered one of the greatest. McCaffrey, I'm surprised McCaffrey hasn't been injured more often because yeah. he carries the ball a ton. He takes a lot of hits. Catches the ball a lot. And catches he's constantly the ball a lot. Involved. I mean, he, he hurt his shoulder, obviously, in this game a little bit. Um, that's why Mitchell was in there late. But He's an absolute beast. He's a beast. We're going to have yeah. two weeks to talk about it. I think that's the key. He's a Bruce Lee, is uh, the key, Bruce Lee guy. I think you can Bruce run Lee. on the Chiefs. <laughs> and if mm-hmm. the Niners have success running, I think they can win, win the Super Bowl. Weren't the Chiefs they pretty basic? Absolutely but, win. Of course yeah. they can win. And, 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 well, yeah, and they may, like, if you look at the numbers, that's where they better. may be able to have success. There's so many holes in their secondary. Oh, the the defense. defense has to be a lot and better. And boy, Chase Young's effort. Oh, he was getting ridiculed on that one touchdown. If there's one guy who shouldn't go on Twitter today, his name is Chase Young. <laughs> yeah. Because if you put Chase Young in the search bar, it ain't good. I don't think he cares enough to go on Twitter. I'm sure he probably doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't care. But, wow, that is a bad look for Chase Young. He's been doing that his whole career. He He, he gives... He gives a he gives hard a burst, effort. He gives a burst, it. and then he just gives up. Yeah, um, and I don't get it. It's hard to dispute it after after seeing at least that one play where where he 
just tried to get his left paw on Jameer Gibbs as he went into the end zone. I mean, it was pathetic. I know. All right, we'll be talking about it throughout the show today. He won't be there next year. No, Mike Jones, no. NFL writer for The Athletic, will join us at 645 to give us his take. Trevor Sykema, NFL draft analyst for Pro Football Focus. He'll join us at 820. A lot to get into throughout the show. We're the junkies. Coming right back. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. This Friday, we hope you can join us. It is our 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980 event. We're going to hit the stage together. Going to be a great time. It's at the Bethesda Theater, 8 p.m. Friday, February 2nd. There is a special guest. Mm, Yes, there is. Take a look to your left, Cakes. Mm, What do you see? Oh, I see uh, one Jonathan Allen from the Washington Commanders, number 93, game-worn jerseys to my left. He's going to be there. He is going to so be So that's going to be awesome, be on stage to talk about the future of the Commanders, take some questions, preview the Super Bowl matchup. Look, it's going to be a fun time. It's all off-air, on stage, <laughs> uncensored. Everybody pretty much from the station, the Junkies, Grant Danny, B. Mitch and Finley, Kevin Sheehan, Chris Russell, Craig Hoffman, the boys from Bit Season will be there. So get your tickets. BethesdaTheater.com. It is presented by Main Street Bank. Cheer local, bank local. Put their team in your office. Visit MStreetBank.com for more info. I will say this real quick. JP um, is a huge 49er fan in two weeks because our season predictions comes down to the Super Bowl. Ah, okay. Who's in it? Currently, it's just two, two guys. Cakes and JP are tied with 19 points. All right, but cake, right. another cakes. reason why he's rooting. Oh, he, <laughs> oh, now you're rooting for the Chiefs. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely. <laughs> but I mean, cakes cannot um, gain any points. I he doesn't have anybody in the Super Bowl. Detroit had made it because I had Detroit going to the Super Bowl. If San Francisco wins the Super Bowl, JP wins the pot, and if they lose, That'd be two years in a row. I it's think. a uh, you're correct. And if they lose, it's a chop between you. Oh, two. so my best case scenario is a chop. Correct. Chops better than a loss. For the record, always. I had Aaron Rodgers on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, well, you you didn't know. And you had Buffalo and Detroit. Right. You actually had Detroit in the Super Bowl. Right. So if Detroit had beaten San Francisco, then um, clearly you would have won the pot. Damn it. I saw EB. You were traveling all over the place for sports this weekend. Yeah, I, you're, you're like, I have as much sports, but it's all local. No, I know. It's, I'm in that travel season, and I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world, but I made a major mistake. I outsmarted myself. <laughs> I've told you before, I don't like flagging into Logan because I've had a couple incidents at their rental cars where even though I have fast break, mm-hmm. that I have to wait for 100 people in line. <laughs> it just infuriates me. Like the fact, we've talked about this, the fact that rental car agencies, you reserve a car, you pay the extra for the extra VIP treatment, and they A, don't have enough cars, and then there B, there's no VIP nothing, you just got to wait in line with all the other slugs. Uh, it's infuriating. It's a horrible business so model. So I, I outsmarted myself. I didn't. I, I was going to maybe fly into Providence or Hartford, but then that would have taken an extra hour. But you uh, drove. So I drove because I because I searched it online at like it like right now, and it would say if you said to where I was going, it would say five hours fifty three minutes. All right, but like ways to switch on you. No, but then you get out Traffic there and you leave at 1020, yeah. and, you know, on a Friday, you, know, you always have the Delaware S you have to deal it's with. It's the worst, I Delaware. So now, when I you stopped got in your, twice. When you got in your car, what did the time say? Well, by then, it had already said 745. Oh, when almost, I got in my car when I was leaving here at 1020 on Friday. Almost eight hours. And I was like, 
You got to be kidding me. That's on me. Six hours. I do, I do six hours, honestly, every week in the fall because mm-hmm. I drive to Ithaca. Yep. And that's right at my limit. It's what I can barely tolerate. It's a long trip. But then it kept getting worse. So I ended up stopping. It took me nine hours oh. to get there on Friday. I was so grumpy. So you got there at what, seven-ish? Yeah, I guess whatever nine hours. Wow! Is. Did you have the bartender pour you a triple? As I went. As, <laughs> as and by the way, what, to, to Matt, insult to injury <laughs> is my wife. We, we stayed at the hotels they recommended. There mm-hmm. was two that near where the team was staying. Uh, it was a Holiday Inn Express. Fine, I'm I'm not above that typically. Free, free breakfast, but this was fun. an older Holiday Inn so Express. So you drove solo because a lot of times you finish. make your wife drive. Yeah. My wife was with my other daughter who had a tournament. Okay, so. The Holiday Inn Express leaking everywhere. It's just a dump. (laughs) And it it was like I stayed in Laurel. All of my food options, Wendy's, Mm -hmm. uh, Burger King, um, some hillbilly uh, saloon, um, Friday. What were you looking uh, for? Drabby would have been in heaven. Yeah. He would have loved it. All the fast food joints. It literally, he would have been in heaven. There wasn't like a nice little local place with a bar. I, I went to the best available option, which we were just ridiculing the other day. Outback, because we talked about it. There was an Outback three miles away. No rules. And the, just wedge, right. the wedge salad is back. Right. So I got the wedge. Right. You had, not, you had some cocktails right there at the bar. I had one drink. All right. Um, but anyway, it was just a long. And then, so I did that. Who for were you days. there with? Myself. Oh, you went by yourself. I go by. I don't mind going by myself, but it just was a lot of traveling. And then you know they played nine hours. Oh my god! But my daughter had a tournament three days here in D.C. Actually, it was our one local tournament they play, National Harbor. They were in the semifinals, so I got up at four a.m. On yesterday. Sunday. Yep. This is honestly what I had. Uh, don't sleep. Uh, one of those, you know, little shots. Mm-hmm. Yep. A Dunkin' Donuts coffee, and a sugar-free Red Bull. I had those three. That's got to rev up your system. Oh, I got to stay awake. No, but I mean like your digestive I system. Poop. I don't know why. I don't know why I did when I got home, but um, <laughs> I, my hands were shaking all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My hands were shaking all like day. Like me on the Zins. Yeah. It's a right. lot of caffeine. So I come, felt like you on the Zins. So coming back, I'm guessing it took about six hours coming since back, you it left took that about early. Six. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But it's just, you know, whatever. It's just a lot. And then this weekend I'm driving back on Friday. I, it's amazing because. I was thinking about it yesterday. It's already Monday, like another death march in four days. Yeah, like, you're doing the it. The weeks are going like this. You're boom, doing it on a weekend. Boom, boom. Well, your daughter's not in college, but you're doing it on a much higher level. Um, now, my son's wrestling in high school. On Saturday, I go to a meet. Any sport that has meet, there's a lot of waiting. So I'm there, but I have to coach basketball at 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I don't even get to see him wrestle. It's a tri-meet. So I'm thinking... I can get to his match after my basketball game. So I coach the first grade basketball team, mm-hmm. which is out basically in Wheaton. And I got to get back to Quince Orchard High School in Gaithersburg. And I get a message that I'm two matches away. Like he knows, like a lot of times you don't know when they're going to wrestle. I think with swimming, they'll put kind of the events it's still with wrestling. They run slow or fast. I, 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 I just, I haven't gathered a sense in two years of whether they you do it by weights. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it seems random. Like to me, it would be like, okay, start with the little kids and end up with the big kids or vice versa. It seems like it's all over the place. Anyway, I'm speeding to try and make it. And of course, I miss it. Um, did he get a dub? He did not. Did he, he was close in the third round. I don't know anything about wrestling. Was, he he hadn't pinned. been pinned all year. He, w- he had a guy on his back. 
And then ten seconds later, he was on his back. Oh, like he made such a hard he made sport. some sort of mistake. Yeah. Like we watched the video. It was like, man, you had the guy. I think he, you know, I don't know enough about it. It was like, if you just jumped over here, then you could pin him. Yeah. But he stayed over here. And the next thing you know, he had his neck wrapped around, but he got a black eye. Yeah. My kid has had a rough time with wrestling, man. You know it what? is a tough sport. It's toughing him up, though. I love it. I love it. Good for him. Yeah. He's gotten into uh, MMA. We'll go to UFC. That's great. Next month. Month and a half, something like that. We're going to UFC 299 in Miami. Did somebody record it so you could at least see yeah. it? Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah but. It sucks. It's the second time it's happened, but when he has a meet, like he has to get there at 11 o'clock, then they have the weigh-ins, and then at 1 o'clock, they start, and Mm -hmm. it was Poolsville and Damascus High School, and he's Quince Orchard High School. And so I get there at 1 for when it starts, but it's just Poolsville versus Damascus, (laughs) and I'm just sitting in the stands, and you know you want to support your kid. Like I told him, I was like, I got to roll at 2.15, 3 o'clock game, and I barely make it there to that Mm -hmm. game. And um, first game basketball, it is kind of fun. I think we played against the Caitlin Clark of CYO basketball. There was a girl on the other team that she scored a million buckets. But also, anytime my team tried to execute a pass, somehow number six in red stole the ball every time. It didn't matter. It was unbelievable. Mm. Girl just had a knack. What was that final score? You know, I don't know. They don't keep score. I would oh, okay. say probably like 10-8. No, it's actually a lot more scoring. I would say like 40 to 30. Oh, that's wow. an over. Maybe, that's definitely an over. Maybe 50 to 40. Like I would say they probably scored more buckets cuz they had number 6. But that's um awesome. That's very cool. That might be a high ball, but I mean, I know I know like my daughter had at least 5 or 6 buckets nice. and we have another girl that scored a bunch of buckets. What trying to get one one girl has hit the rim twice this year and trying to get her a bucket. Like we'll yeah. we'll be like try different combinations and she almost got a bucket. <laughs> but nobody's you know, they it just says zero zero. I'm and I'm not keeping track. it when we bring it up, but when, when my brother was like in the fifth grade, <laughs> by the end of the season he hadn't scored a bucket. No, and they did no. the bit where the whole team just didn't <laughs> they, play defense right. and they just they kept passing to him and he missed no. over the re- it's he not missed great. it. Oh, I mean, it took a few shots, but he got it in there. <laughs> yeah. But everyone got out of the way. Sure. So he <laughs> could get the bucket. <laughs> yeah. I was I was a little oh. nervous about coaching basketball for first grade girls. But then once the game started in care, I mean, the, the referees, thankfully, they don't call anything. Like sometimes kids, including mine, will quadruple drop. No, uh, yeah. Dribble. Looks like the NBA. They're not supposed to block shots, but people put their hands up. So, like, you'll dribble and you'll be in position to shoot. But if the hands are up, then they'll just dribble again to the side, Mm -hmm. try and get their shot off. So, it's, you know, it's fun. But it's not the driving that you're doing, man. I'm just driving Rockville, Gaithersburg. I haven't investigated this yet because I'm scared to look. How far is it? So, it's it's random. It so happens that Steven's team at Maris, they're they're, uh, scrimmaging. There's one more scrimmage before the regular season starts. They're scrimmaging Cornell. So I'm actually going to be up in Ithaca in the spring, which I'm rarely. That's a two for one. Yes, yeah, so nice. it's great. My daughter will be there, and we're going to have a big tailgate. And it'll, it'll be a really nice time for the family. Unless Kate has a tournament in Colorado. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Kate has a tournament in Pittsburgh. See? Mm-hmm. So I'll miss the first two days. But if they make, you know, they'll certainly play on Sunday. But if they advance, they and they're well. pretty good. How far is the drive from Ithaca to Pittsburgh? Oh, I have no idea. We can just randomly get a guess. Four hours. Because I know it's four hours from Pittsburgh to here. Four hours sounds like a good guess. Four to four and a half. Does that sound about? So I, I just do don't that. know. That's reasonable. It could be six. I don't know. What is it? Five say, hours, fifty-one minutes. Oh, six. Oh. <laughs> That's basically the drive home. 
I would be adding four hours to my trip by doing that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, correct. You should hire a driver. It's like, a lot, but, you know, <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's, it's like the best. By. And then, you like know, seasons, by. by the way, I know, like, the wrestling season is over in, like, two weeks. Like, feels like it just started and be done. Think about it. Then we'll just get into lifting season. I drove 16 hours to watch my kid. You know, he's a, he's a midfielder, right? And so midfielders go on and off, on and off. So he probably was on the field half the time, right? Mm-hmm. So, what, 30 minutes? 30, 20, 30 no, minutes. 20 minutes. And then I got to talk to him for 20 minutes. So I drove 17 hours. For 40 minutes. Stayed in a dumpy hotel. <laughs> the water didn't even drain. You know, how, you know how gross it feels when you're in the shower and the shower won't drain and the mm-hmm. water's just pooling? Right. It just feels gross. In, in a, like, you know, you just know if they put a black light in there. Right. What it, oh, I didn't even tell you this. Water. So, Friday night I was there. The, there was a couple next to me banging. On and off for two hours. Oh, really? man, stamina. Look at that. Two so hours. you heard it was for that, two hours. Was it hot? At first it was, and I put my ear up to it. <laughs> yeah, so I honestly did because I'm by myself. Did, yeah, you, use, did you use the glass from the room? <laughs> if I had one, the I would have. glass? So like I just have paper. Was it and, all squeaky, too? Because you, you stayed in a cheap hotel. You the moaning. Probably hear the bed. <laughs> it, one time the guy, the guy actually said this. It was hilarious. I got to take a break. <laughs> he said, um, he said uh, I'm getting lightheaded. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That then, is, that's uh, intense. And then I, I said, eventually I just put my headphones on because it wouldn't stop. They would. It was off. And he on must have for been on hours. the V. He had to yeah, be on the V. I, for sure. Did you ever see them coming so out? Here's the great thing. So then, for the morning, for the the breakfast. By the way, no disrespect. Worst breakfast I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I I put it on my plate and threw it away. The I, eggs were garbage. The sausage was garbage. Threw it away. Yeah. I mean cardboard. I, I stayed at the Holiday Express in Blacksburg, and their breakfast is some really nice. good. Some are nice. This was an older one, and their rooms are clean. Yeah. You, every you got couple, the worst Holiday Express in the country. It was the worst like one. You examined every couple, every couple that came down. I was looking at them, I do like and I them. wanted to ask them, "Were you in room 300? <laughs> because there were some that were atrocious. Some like, oh, that might have been cool. It was probably the worst. They were probably one. awesome. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> All right, but yeah, everyone was under suspicion. I guarantee he's a big fatty. Yeah, I know. Probably. <laughs> All right, got to take a break. Coming up next, Mike Jones joins us, NFL writer for the Athletic. We'll talk about the Super Bowl matchup and more with Mike Jones next here on the Junkies. Welcome back. Join us right now on the BetQL Guest Hotline. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. They analyze every game to find the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three days free of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. It's our pal Mike Jones. Covers the NFL for The Athletic. Morning, Mike. Sorry, my bad. Hold on. Got to punch him up. There he is. Hey, Mike. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing great. Good morning. So let's start with uh, Dan Campbell's aggressiveness on fourth down. What was your take on on both of the times when he probably should have just kicked a field goal? I mean, I understand that that is who Dan Campbell is, and that's the approach that he takes. Me and myself, I'm like, man, you know, take the points. Just keep on piling up points, um, you know, even if it's little by little. But, I mean, that's who he is, and that's the way he's done it. And when it works out, it's like, oh, Dan Campbell's aggressive. He's, you know, good, and he gets praise. And, you know, you run the risk of those gambles not paying off. And it's unfortunate that, um, you know, it, it proved costly because if they had just taken those field goals, um, it would have been a different outcome, we think. Uh, we don't know for sure. But, again, this is what Dan Campbell is. This is his approach. This is why uh, his team has has the mindset and has thrived the way that they do. And it just 
Sometimes it works out. It didn't work out for him this time. Listen, it, I equate it to poker, right? I'm very familiar with poker odds and et cetera. You know, and it depends on your style of play, right? Some people right. want to push every 51-49, every 52-48, or you wait for a better spot. And I think sometimes that's where Campbell's got to wait for a better spot, take the points, go up the extra possession. I don't know. I, I feel bad for the Lions because I felt like they deserved that game. I really yeah, do. No, I, I, I agree with you. Um, and it just – it was almost like when it doesn't work, you take the wind out of your own sails. 100%. Um, but, you know, and if you, you add a little – a couple more points, a few more points, you put more pressure on the other team. But when your team gets a stop – then, you know, you also give them momentum. They start feeling good about themselves, and that, that gives them life. And so I know you want to go for the knockout punch, but at the same time, you know, sometimes you, you just got to chip away at it, be patient, like you said, and wait for the better situation. And you know who does that? And it's the example I gave earlier, and then I'll back off. You guys, it, you know, uh, there were two games this year that jumped out at me, two aggressive coaches, two great coaches, John Harbaugh and Andy Reid. And, and you're right, they have great kickers, but they kick six field goals in a game this year. Right, they yep. took the points, and sometimes yeah. that's what you got to do. But yeah, and, you know, look, we're talking about guys who've been coaching for you know, uh, you know, a long time. Mm-hmm. Dan Campbell is you know been coaching as a head coach for what now three years. Right, so he's learning. Uh, unfortunately, his learning experience proved costly, and now they're home. Uh, but again, those guys, Harbaugh and Reed, have have learned a lot from the mistakes they've made, and the same thing will happen with Dan Campbell. Well, also, we're not really talking about his relationship with his offense coordinator. Ultimately, the head coach makes the decision, but they seem to have done this all season where Dan Campbell will give him two downs to get four or five yards. And I bring up Ben Johnson because everybody here in Washington seems to expect him to be the next head coach. Can you fill us in on where – the commanders are with Ben Johnson, other candidates, what you expect. Well, I mean, now that their season's over, um, you know, because if it's they had won, it would have been longer wait. Yeah. Now, um, you know, it seems like he's their guy from everything you hear. Uh, now there is no more waiting. They'll be able to pounce on this thing and make it happen. What about Seattle, um, though? It, if Again, if that's the case, it seems like, I mean, he, he has turned down interviews other places. Um, it, the connections, you connecting the dots. Everybody seems to think that it's here. Now, obviously, uh, Seattle could swoop in there, but uh, they don't seem to have the ties uh, to him that there are here. Uh, and we'll find out. But again, look, we saw what he was able to do with that Lions offense, and they have a lot of talent. Um, you can't expect that you're going to see the exact same thing here uh, because it's a process. And, it, you know, it's been a process for the Lions. Uh, don't expect that he's going to come here and overnight they're going to have a juggernaut offense. Um, if he does wind up coming here, uh, it, it's going to take time. Hmm. Mike, are you starting to get the sense that Josh Allen and Lamar are just going to have to hope for a Mahomes stumble at some point for their Super Bowl opportunity? And the thing it's, that sucks for those guys <laughs> is that Mahomes is 28, Allen and Lamar are both 27. They're Sleeping all- on Burroughs in the FC, too. Okay, but... Uh, more specifically, Allen and Lamar, like those guys are all around the same age. It's not like, it's not like Mahomes is going to step away from the game and, you know, give them three or four years of runway where they have more shots Mm -hmm. at the Super Bowl. They're all, they're all going to be playing at the same time together. Yeah. They've got a hope. (laughs) The only hope for them. It's only, it feels like Jordan, they got to hope he goes play baseball for a couple years so Akeem Olajuwon and them can get their two championships and then go back to, like, Jordan kicking back over. I mean, it's just 
it's not it's like it's not going to happen. He's going to deny those guys the opportunity, just like Jordan denied Ewing and Barkley and all of the great guys that were playing during his era. They were just born at the wrong time. You know, you've heard uh, Charles Barkley and other guys like that say, and it's just, you know, look, they weren't even at their best. They didn't score any points in the second half, but when they needed a play to extend the drive, he makes the perfect throw. I mean, some of his throws were just absolutely insane, uh, and that's just you can't bet against that guy because it looks impossible, but he always finds a way. And look, Lamar Jackson made some amazing plays, and then he, there were times that he just didn't make enough. Same thing, Josh Allen made some really good plays, and then they just couldn't come up with the stops uh, to counter him. And this is just – it's its Mahomes. And, you know, sometimes you think, oh, that, you know, he's got a great rival in Josh Allen, but he's head and shoulders above every single one of the other young quarterbacks in this league. Talking to Mike Jones, NFL writer for The Athletic, you were in Baltimore for the game. All right, you mentioned Lamar. Now he had a a, a, a fumble and, and a bad interception. But the surprising thing to me was the lack of discipline from the Ravens. They had a ton of penalties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you look at them and you just the feel of the game, you really felt like, hey, one of these teams has been here before. One of these teams has not. And you could feel the pressure that was mounting on them. Look, the Chiefs did a fantastic job of coming out with guns blazing and scoring very quickly. And the defense of the Ravens was trying to figure things out. They were on their heels. And look, the Ravens were only down, you know, by seven points for, you know, a good chunk and then 10 points. But it felt way bigger. And the lack of composure that you saw, even from veteran guys like Calvin Noy, like you could see it after mm-hmm. a lot of plays. Travis Kelsey was just going by and like chipping guys mm-hmm. as they're getting up and like really doing stuff to get under their skin. He started before the awesome. game. He right. started before they the game with the Justin right. Tucker yeah. helmet right. toss. Yeah. <laughs> it, they were falling for it, though. They had to realize somebody on that roster, some one veteran player needed to be like, hey, guys, they're trying to get under our skin. We can't let it take us out of our head. But they didn't. That's what happened. And then also, offensively, they panicked. They're going against a, a team that was among the worst against the run, and they were missing guys along their offensive line. And they gave up on the run way too quickly and started trying to you know, get into a shootout. They still had a chance, but they hurt themselves with penalties, with turnovers. But if they had just been patient, and that was the thing that was remarkable to me is the lack of patience, uh, strength from their identity, and trying to play a game that they weren't built to play. And, you know, that ultimately cost them, and it's unfortunate. That's very, we, and it's very surprising that they did play that way and make the, and made those mistakes, especially at home, because they were so dominant at home against good teams. Right. You know, they averaged, what, 34 a game or something crazy at home. And, um, yeah. just to, and to be, you know, held to a field goal late in the fourth quarter in the second half. I mean, that was just very surprising to me. Yeah, you know, their defense made the adjustments. Yes. They got the stop they needed to open the third quarter, okay? Mm-hmm. That's when they should have gone back and been like, hey, new game, we're going to reestablish the run because their passing game works better when they've got the zone reads and the play action and all that stuff. But the defense knew, hey, they're just throwing the ball. They're going to try to dink and dunk their way down the field. We can pin back our ears and come after Lamar. He was getting hit every play. You could see the frustration. And instead of trying to get the defense to back off a little bit, you don't always have to have 
10-yard runs. You can be three yards here, two yards here, four yards there, but they lost their poise, they lost their composure, lost their identity, and they started forcing things. And again, they, if, they, if, if Zay Flowers holds onto the ball, that was an amazing play by Legereus Sneed. Um, you know, the interception where, I mean, threw it into triple coverage. I mean, come on, man. Uh, but ultimately, if they could have taken a more patient approach, I think that would have helped them get their poise back and execution um, would have been more effective. Well, the Zay Flowers play, we talked about this, I think, a couple times in the season. I can remember in the Carolina Panthers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers season finale, Hubbard reaching for the goal line. And I heard a coach say it's a selfish play, and we debated whether it's not, that you don't reach for the goal line unless it's third or fourth down. Like, just keep it's hard. The, it's instinct. I'm right, not just, killing him. You know, there's no yeah, need I mean, for it. You can go down at the one-yard line, and you're fine, and you're going to have a first and goal from the one. It's an instinct. It's dude. a rookie. But you're so close. It's so right close. there. Like, I'm not blaming him. The way he, I think he probably thought he was closer than what he was. Um, and, you know, and John Harbaugh said, look, we tell them if you're going to reach, have two hands on the ball. And, you know, he did. But, again, Sneed made a fantastic made a great play. play. Um, mm. It was, you know, it's just it maybe, you know, nine times out of ten, you know, maybe he scores. I don't know. It just – the other thing was outside of Zay Flowers, nobody was getting separation. I mean, the OBJ was blanketed the whole time, Bateman – it was running dumb routes when plays would break down. He would just stand along the sideline. There was no scramble drill. Like you saw the Chiefs receivers when Mahomes would start to scramble, they knew how to freelance and find open spots. None of that was happening for the Ravens. It was pretty like eye-opening. This the difference of preparation. Um, they were in a situation they hadn't normally been in, uh, and and in, you know again. It wind up costing them. Hey, Mike. At least Zay Flowers was giving effort. You can't say right. the same thing from the from the video that we saw of Chase Young trailing the play when Jameer Gibbs went in for a touchdown, where he looked like he was running at quarter speed. Now he was on the back side of the play. He's not going to catch. At him. least, at least make an effort. At least make it look like you're you're trying to to get in on the play. Yeah, I mean, try to run a guy down. Sometimes when you run a guy down, you're able to poke the ball out uh, from behind. Um, but yeah, that you know, not a good look there. Um, and uh, I mean, fortunately for for them, it didn't wind up costing them. But look, if you're going to be one of the greats and you are as good as you you know you think you're as good as what you know you're supposed to be, you got to bring it all the time and can't take plays off like that. So I just had uh, one question um, in terms of the Super Bowl matchup. Um, the San Francisco secondary has got a lot of holes, and yep. you know if they can't get to the quarterback, um, you know quarterbacks can really, especially if they're playing zone, quarterback can really light them up. And you saw that in the first half yesterday. Um, and I think Mahomes and Kelsey will have a big game, but I, on the flip side, I think San Francisco really has to establish that run, and I think they'll try to do that um, to keep Mahomes off the field. So, your thoughts on this matchup? San Francisco opens up as a slight favorite. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Shanahan is definitely more disciplined to play caller than what we saw out of Baltimore yesterday. And that was the other thing is you, you can run the football, you keep them off the field. Um, they have, you know, a plenty of offensive weapons, uh, whereas sometimes it feels like it's only Kelsey uh, for Mahomes. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be a chess match. The 49ers have to be able to get the quarterback, um, you know, but like you said, they're holes in their secondary. 
it's just hard now to bet against Mahomes uh, because he was going against the number two defense in the league, and it looked like he was, you know, just out there, you know, playing against boys uh, to start that game uh, with the way they set that tone. Um, you know, the 49ers, though, were in a bad way. I mean, as that first half ended, they kept flashing to Kyle Shanahan, and the look on his face, he looked shook. But, you know, they went in, they made adjustments, um, they came out in the second half. So I, I think we're going to see a heavyweight fight. I haven't made up my mind who's going to win yet, but I do know it's really hard to bet against Mahomes. It's Mike Jones from The Athletic. Thanks for joining us, pal. All right, we'll see you. Thank Thanks, you, Mike. buddy. Later in the show, Trevor Sikkim, a lead NFL draft analyst for Pro Football Focus. He'll join us at 820. But coming up next, we'll talk about Lamar. Did he choke? He's a polarizing guy, going to win the MVP, comes up short again in the playoffs. we tackle that next. Here on the junkies. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond. Appreciate you listening to us in Richmond, and we are streaming live on the Odyssey app. You can take us on the go. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network. We're presented by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company of the Junks, looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber. Just visit CropMetcalf.com to join their team. It's Bish Cakes, EB, and JP talking about the championship games that went down yesterday. Jason's a happy man because his right. Niners are back in the Super Bowl. They came back in the second half, which he did not watch live nope. to beat Detroit 34-31. to uh-uh. But the early game was in Baltimore, and the Chiefs end up beating the Ravens 17-10. to 
And there are a lot of things we can talk about in that game, from penalties to Mahomes. But we wanted to touch on Lamar Jackson. So you look at Lamar's playoff record now. I think he falls to two and four. He had a great game against the Houston Texans. All right? He was fantastic against the Texans. But if you look at his six playoff games in his career, he only has a passer rating over 80 one time, and that's the Texans game. Yesterday, he finishes with one touchdown, one interception, was sacked four times, fumbled. Also through the interception, his passer rating was at 75. How much of this do you put on Lamar? Did he choke? Did he not come up big? He was the MVP of the year. and He hasn't officially been named, but he was the MVP of the season. Mm-hmm. Everybody expects him to win the MVP, which would be his second MVP. But he comes up short again in the playoffs. I mean, I'm not going to call it a choke. I don't think he choked because there's you know an entire roster mm-hmm. there um, that has to help him win. But when you're playing the Chiefs, you just can't make the mistakes that Lamar slash Flowers made, the can't defense. Yep. You can't give them free yardage. They had way too many penalties. Um, you know, the the interception of triple coverage, you kind of scratch your head. Like, what is he looking at there? Um, I, I know, heard him I know, after the game. He said he down. knew it was cover two. I think he just – I think because it was likely was his target, right? Correct. And remember the week before, he threw one to likely where likely was covered. Now he threw it kind of behind on purpose mm-hmm. to likely high. Yeah. My guess is he was just trying to get likely – and a jump ball to throw it high, and he underthrew it a little bit. Well, he's yeah. pressing too. I mean, it's late. They needed multiple scores. Yeah, it's probably going for something a little bit for the ball, and he just. But you still can't. You still can't make that mistake. Right. I mean, even though you're down ten, but um, so I'm not going to call it a choke. You just Mahomes is virtually unbeatable in the postseason. You have to play almost a perfect game to beat the Chiefs. I don't care where you're playing them, and I would if I was Harbaugh, I would have gone to Todd Munkin at halftime. And go, bro. I know you're my OC, but we need to run the ball. Chiefs are ranked 18th or 19th against the run. They're much better against the pass. It's virtually mm-hmm. impossible to complete passes against their secondary, especially when they're playing man-to-man. I yeah, would I mean, say we got to run the ball here. Gus had three carries. Justice Hill had just three carries. Yeah. They got away from what their, their Lamar, strength is. Lamar, by far, led the team with eight. But what does it tell you now? Some of it is early Lamar, and he's definitely gotten a lot better. But what does it tell you that in games that Lamar Jackson has played in the playoffs, the Ravens averaged 16 points a game. I don't know. It's not good enough. No, obviously. They were a prolific offense. They scored 10. Mm-hmm. Now, some of that, a little bit fluky, like if Zay Flowers holds on to the ball, exactly. yeah. it's, a, it's a different outcome. But it's a three Lamar game. did fumble. Lamar did throw an interception. If you want to chime in, 800-636-1067. this way, I'd love to have Lamar Jackson be the quarterback of my football team. Of course. Team. And I, I think, think it's criminal. Win, that You can definitely win Super Bowls with Lamar Jackson. It's criminal that teams didn't go after him in the offseason, including the Washington Commanders. Yeah, I said What the hell? Have. The whole league passed on him. Yeah, I would give credit to Spagnuolo, though, too. I mean, he devised the game plan. He knew that Lamar struggles against the Blitz, although he's better this he was better this year than he was against the Blitz in his entire career. But mm-hmm. still he, he I mean, he was just he was just in a pocket and that's what the 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 uh, Chris Jones was talking about how the, his defensive line coach and Spagnola always say, When you're gonna play Lamar, keep him in that little hole. Mm-hmm. And they did a really good job at that. I thought there was some times where Lamar could have run. Like he was sitting in there, he had some time to throw, and he was just looking down the field and looking for a guy, and they were all covered. 
Um, remember that one time we took a sack mm-hmm. late in the game? I uh, can't remember what the time and score was there, but there were so many opportunities Lamar could have run. And they just and missed just on a couple throws. He had a couple of deep balls that just missed. But yeah. as far as other teams like trying to sign him or inability to sign him, wasn't the, the common knowledge that the Ravens were just going to match any sort of deal that came from another team? Yeah, That's okay, but nobody like... even attempted. Well, because they knew that they they knew in the back of their minds, well, why even bother? Like the Ravens are going to match this deal. Like it's also weird because he was representing here. himself. I don't know. The whole I, thing was I don't think you guys can just say, "Oh, he just missed on those throws." He's paid. To make those throws. He's the MVP. He's going to be the MVP winner. You can't overthrow guys. You're for talking five. about the ones he's down the left human. sideline. He made a mistake. Of course, yeah. He's human. Are, or that's not, of course he's human. We're talking, are, do they choke? They choked yesterday. They had home field advantage. They scored 10 points at home against the Chiefs. Mahomes didn't win that game. That, the Chiefs had 17 points. Ravens defense was awesome. You want to ch- ch- chuck it up to immaturity? Possibly. I don't, Lamar, I'm not blaming it on Lamar. Ch- I'm not blaming it on Lamar. Clutch. I chalk ch- ch- it up. Zay Flowers doesn't fumble. But also Lamar fumble. If Lamar doesn't throw, Lamar threw Lamar a pick. I mean, in that Lamar was, was that was a fluke fumble too. Lamar in my was a part of it. I would say you can blame them all you want. No, no, I, don't I think, think Zay Flowers is part of it. I think the lack of discipline is part of it. But here's the reason why the narrative the on Lamar it's similar to what we talked about with Dak Prescott. It's going to and I have continue. The same argument. I'm and I don't Dak, necessarily agree. I don't necessarily agree with all the critics. But immediately the people are going to jump on the record which is now two and four, they're going to jump on some of the things like in the playoffs, his completion percentage is at 57%. I think statistically mm-hmm. his numbers good were virtually identical to Mahomes other than the interception. And the passer rating. Guess, I'm looking at fumble, six yeah. games in the playoffs, and only one time his passer rating has been above 78.8. But I do agree with Drag. That's mediocre. Well, yesterday set- it was. The set- no, it wasn't. It was 75.5. I'm 70, looking at yeah, he was 75. passer rating 75.5. They may never have another better setup than they did yesterday. At home, incredible <laughs> defense. Now, they, they should still have a good defense going forward, but they may never have a home AFC title game again. They may have to go through Arrowhead every other opportunity they get. Yeah, like, I mean, you, don't, you don't know what's going to happen. They may never get to another right. AFC title game. Next we don't year, know what the future right. Next year, Joe Burrow is going to be healthy. One would right. expect the Bengals to be back. I think the Chargers are going to be better with, with Harbaugh as their head coach and Justin Herbert. Um and his 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 stats weren't identical to Mahomes. Yesterday. I'm looking at I'm looking at I was looking at Golf Purdy. Sorry, oh, okay, yeah, my bad. I mean, and, and look it, to me, that game comes down to two throws, mm-hmm. right? It's Lamar's forcing the 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 ball to likely, which is interception. And some people would say, well, there was pass interference. It was an underthrown ball. He threw in a triple coverage underthrown, yeah. and then on the <clears throat> other side, Mahomes has to make one big throw, the dagger on third down, and he throws a strike. Like yeah. it's it. That's how the game. That's how the game is. It's usually close. I don't. I don't. Well, care. I just don't think you want Lamar dropping back thirty-seven times. I mean, that's not the strength of their team. They're, they were the best running team. You want those guys to run, including Lamar. I would have had Lamar yeah, run the, more the, than eight times. The Monken game plan just seemed it seems weird. I didn't and understand kind of like it. Disjointed throughout the entire. game. And I understand that the Chiefs went right down the field the first two times they they touched it. All right, so maybe they were pressing a little bit, but you got to stick to your guns. You, your strength is running the ball. But and didn't they have third down? Like, I feel like, what would they finish on third downs? I feel like they didn't have success on third downs early. So they barely had the ball. They didn't. You're right. They didn't have the ball. They were three for 11. I mean, in the first half, the Ravens had the ball for nine nine minutes and 20 seconds. Yeah. That, I mean, that's very I mean, un-Ravens-like. If you watched Harbaugh at halftime, he said that they were going to, 
or at, you know, after halftime, whenever they showed the, the interview, his halftime interview, he he said they were going to try and run the ball. And I think they, they tried. They just weren't having much success. Well, I think you got to you got to do more than how many total carries they have, 16? That's just not what they do. But I mean, you got to be in the 30s. Strap can go as hard as he wants, and it's fine. I, I don't think you just blame the – I think the Chiefs just came out and played a very, very good game, and, you know, whatever. Ravens are on the wrong side of it. I think Chiefs had a chip on their shoulder, and the Ravens had a couple of fluky things. I think they're fluky. I think the Zed Flowers, Zay Flowers play was fluky. I actually think the fumble that Lamar had was fluky. Um, how many times have you seen Lamar do that? I mean, it happens. I mean, I don't know sack fumble. I don't know. It's fluky. Sack fumble. He didn't know he was behind him, and he stripped exactly. him. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. He didn't know it was behind him. I I don't think you can say fluky. The Chiefs punched the ball out. That's yeah, what they yeah. did their job. They did a great and, and job. Zane made a mistake. Lamar it's not made... a fatal flaw in Lamar's game. Lamar has a great pocket I'm not presence. saying he's, it's a fatal flaw. I'm saying they were. we had conversations last week on the show. The best I team ever. They, were they the lost better to a wild team. card team the, at home. They but, choked. But you also know that that can happen. Of course it can happen. Right. And you, when That's it happened, what, you say they choked. Especially not, if not it's Mahomes. You could say, listen, you go. that's a great hot take. I, I don't. I, it's, not, it's a hot take. They were minus. You don't just because they're... you lose. It doesn't mean you choke. No, but but Lamar wasn't they good got enough. Beat by Lamar a wasn't team. good enough in the game, and and that's the bottom line. Like you expect, a, uh, you expect an MVP. I'm sticking up for Lamar. to be better, and he missed some throws. He had two turnovers. They scored ten points. That's not good enough. Yeah, part of it is on Zay Flowers. Part of it was on the undisciplined team. They part finished of it with is on Monkins. They for not more running plays with ninety five yards and penalties. Yeah, they, yeah, that they, also killed them too. But Lamar wasn't they good enough. They didn't, offensively, they didn't play well. They just didn't. I mean, they I got agree, beat by a better team. Doesn't mean he choked. No, I don't know. What choke is the proper. I mean, choke is if you're you make one particular mistake in a huge spot. You know what I mean? Like if you're, maybe you could call the interception. If you're on the one yard line and you're tied, and Lamar throws a pick or he fumbles, all right, that's a little different. But over 60 minutes, I wouldn't call it a choke. They got beat by a better team. And Mahomes is better than Lamar. He just is. Mahomes is better than Lamar. I agree. But Lamar is still good enough to win plenty of Super Bowls, in my opinion. He's got to be better in the playoffs, though. Not in the Mahomes era. I I would disagree with that. (laughs) Okay. He's got to be better in the playoffs. I would like that setup again next year. If they can get to that scenario again next next year. Next year year could be different, yeah. But you only get so many of those opportunities. Right. That's the thing. It's small sample size, whatever. All right. When we come back, let's take your calls. Where are you at with Lamar Jackson? Six games into his career in the playoffs, he's 2-4. and They lose a game at home against the Chiefs. They put up 10 points in the game. He has an interception and a fumble. Did he choke this game? Is he good enough to win in the playoffs? Where are you at with Lamar? We'll tackle that next here in the Junkies. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106, 7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. This Friday night, we hope you can join us at Bethesda Theater. It is our 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980 live event. On stage, off air, uncensored. It's going to be a good time. And we mentioned earlier, special guest Jonathan Allen is going to join us live on stage to talk about the future of the Commanders. Take some questions from the fans. Preview the Super Bowl matchup. You can get tickets today at BethesdaTheater.com. It's presented by Main Street Bank. Cheer local, bank local. Put their team in your office. Visit mstreetbank.com. The one thing I know I saw the criticism, a lot of criticism, and, and you guys have mentioned it here today, is that Mahomes or that um, <laughs> Lamar holds the ball too long. I saw that a lot yesterday. Okay, so does Mahomes. Mahomes dances around like crazy and makes great plays. Lamar dances around, makes great plays. That time he got caught from behind by a guy I didn't see. That's his game. I'm not going to say, you know, I don't have a problem with it. The interception was bad. I don't understand it, but the best players in the league throw bad interceptions. Seems like the Munkin just didn't. To me, to this untrained eye, looked like Munkin was not adjusting to the the constant blitzing that was happening. Right, right. Like maybe he's shorting the routes. Maybe you start throwing to the backs a little bit. Like you got, you can't just let them keep blitzing and just let Lamar sit back. Sounds there very and let, familiar. And let it keep happening. Yeah. Like at I some agree. point you have to adapt to it, but I don't think you can completely. I mean, the Ravens average almost hundred and sixty yards rushing this year, right. Per game. No, I think he had a bad game, but I don't think you just write it or not a bad game. But I mean, he had some unfortunate moments in the game. But I don't think he that, had a subpar game, maybe for him because he's so good. But I don't think you would just say, "Well, he's incapable. He's a choke choke artist." I'm not saying he's incapable, but out of six playoff games, you might give him two good ones, and. And look, he had a really good game against the Houston Texans. Right, that great second half. That doesn't help. Two you touchdown passes and two rushing touchdowns. But the quarterbacks also had some great look, the quarterbacks in this game. get most of the credit and they get most of the blame. He did not perform as well as needed to be to win this game. It was a subpar game, and I do think there is a trend line. He's going to have to break it. Where Lamar in the playoffs and the Ravens, they don't score enough. Six games, 16 points per game. They scored 10 yesterday. And again, the minus three in the turnover comparison is just, you can't give Mahomes the ball three times. No, I think they they deserve to lose the game, but I don't think that they're by far inferior or that if you replayed that, that they wouldn't win. I mean, you know, it's just. I can't call it a fluke. It's not a fluke. Well, okay. I don't, I don't call I think turnovers. They were the better flukes. team coming in, and they lost. Yeah. So I mean, me, I, I, I had plenty of bets on Baltimore money line. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they would win the game. I bought into the home field advantage. I bought into uh, you know the defensive efficiencies, and I bought into Lamar playing better this year. They didn't. I mean, it was a bad game offensively for them. All right, let's go to the phones. 800-636-1067. You can call us on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. Same number on the Thomas Creek Windows text machine. Standard message and data charges may apply. Who's up? All right, let's go to Vic. Akakik. Vic, what's up? What's up, guys? Vic, hey, what do you see in Lamar? 
Um, I didn't think it was all on Lamar, um, but I can't tell you why he was holding the ball. Um, y'all laughed at me for years, as I always remind you about this. The, the Chiefs were uh, squeezing the windows where he, where he, the lanes where he had to throw in. Mm-hmm. And when you're playing with your eyes, those windows are tight. That's why he threw that interception late in the game. That's why he was holding the ball at times. It's, it's split seconds where you just don't see a window wide enough, wide enough open to release the ball. And when you're getting good pass rush and you're sending one, just one extra, you're going to get to the quarterback if you can keep him in that bottle if you're playing contained defense. Um, I, bl- I also blame the offensive coordinator for not running the ball. Um, they, they ran some misdirection with Lamar in a, in, a, in a design run, and they were successful with it. He had like a 25-yard run. But I feel the offensive coordinator got outcoached. He was – part of the time, I felt like he was being intimidated, if you ask me. Like he, his mind couldn't be unlocked to, to use all of the weapons of his offense. And lastly, uh, the Chiefs are just a, were just a, a better team. Um, they know what it is when it gets time to get in the playoffs. They're a Super Bowl-winning team. They are the defending Super Bowl champions. And sometimes it's just something that, to be said for experience. There's something to be said for experience yeah. in that moment. They look I like agree. a team with a much more composure. Like mm-hmm. they've I agree. been there. Like, yeah, they just I look agree more with experience. That. I would say this it, to me, and I, my untrained eye, and it's very untrained. But it looked like Lamar in the interception because that was the one that was most explicable. Is he kind of predetermined it because he looked right, looked right, looked right, and then you know try to look the safety off whatever he's doing, and then he just chucked it, and then you know it was underthrown. There were three guys there. Yeah. It looked like it was, he predetermined the throw. Yeah, it was a bad decision. Yeah, but I mean, you know, whatever. Still, and I thought that, and Vic, I thought there were some times when, yeah, those those windows got tight and they were closed. I thought there were times where he could have got out there around the end and, and got some yards, and he decided to sit I, in his exactly. pocket. Exactly, I, I I believe that too, and I I believe he was pressing it. But when defenses keep you bottled in and there's, and there's not yeah. there's not an easy way out, you yep. start pressing and you start trying to make things happen. And that's what good good that's what good playoff defenses do. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Thanks Vic. Thank you, Vic. Appreciate it, buddy. No Their game plan worked. Spagnuolo's game plan worked. All right, let's go to Mo in DC. Mo, what's up? Well, you just you just say everything white choke. You see what I'm saying? So if you pressing, <laughs> you uh your windows closed. Uh, in the beginning of the week, I didn't like the comment when they asked him, do you want to play Mahomes? He was like, nah. So the choke the choke job started right then and there. Is Lamar a good quarterback? Yes, Lamar's a good quarterback. Did he have some great moments? Yeah. But when it came down to it, right, when when you score 14 right away, now you get depressing, and that is the definition of choking. Mm. <laughs> like going away Maybe from what it is that you yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that's the definition of choking. Going to, and well, then I don't think it's unusual goes. to press when you're down. That's yeah, not, but, that but doesn't you mean you're choking. Home. You're just kind no. of you're feeling the pressure. By the way, they bit. weren't down fourteen. It was seven to seven. It was fourteen. No, no, seven. but but, yeah. but, the, but but the Chiefs would was looking like they was going to carve up the defense, yes. so it looked like it was going to be a shootout, right? Yeah. And Early, the home, yeah. yeah, and the home crowd, like when you go down and you're supposed to be the favorite. And the home crowd crowd gets quiet. That's an uh, added level of pressure as well. I don't know if y'all all play ball, but it's like a homecoming game when you playing your homecoming game and you losing. That that that's a whole different level of pressure than you know. What I mean, you you yeah, you could sure. be supposed to win that game. I do think that there. Uh, I I believe big time in psychological and all that, and emotional and moment. And I think I do think going in, the the the, the Chiefs had a little bit of an edge because. I mean, they were, they were the underdogs. Everyone, I mean, the Chiefs are a, a dynamite team, and they've had a little bit of an off year. But they definitely had a chip on their shoulder. And they came out there, and they had a little extra edge to them. I, I agree. 
And they and, also have and you could tell they how have the, they have the best player in the game, right. which certainly helps. Of course. And their it's defense was good this year. Their defense was really good. Like Spagnola had a really good game plan. I know you guys all think Belichick is going to be the next coach of the Chiefs. I don't see it. You think it's because gonna be Spagnola? I think Reed's going to come no, back. It might be Reed. If I had to put money on it, if Reed leaves, I would. Yeah, I would give it to Spagnola. You, I'm really no. Oh, okay, you seen his head coaching record? I know the head coaching's yeah. record. He didn't have Patrick Mahomes <laughs> during that run. Wouldn't give it to him. Well, yeah. he's just been there. I don't care. I'm opening up the coaching search to find somebody better. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. I I don't think money is. I don't see Belichick taking over the Chiefs. I don't see Reed stepping down. Why would he? That's just the family, rumor that's family out there. Family issues. Yeah. The, if I had to put money on it, I'd say you probably prioritized right. family in his life before. I agree with that. Because the family has been a bit of a disaster. Let's go to Mike LaPlata. Mike, what's up? Yo, John, what's up? Hey, Mike. Hey, morning, buddy. Please. All right. So I, I'll say it like this. You have you have good, great, and elite. Mahomes is elite. Mm-hmm. So when you have a quarterback that's an elite quarterback, elite player, Kansas City was able to make Ravens play their game. Lamar can't, you know, you know, when you played against the Texans, they all three phases of their game work: offense, special teams, all the old nine yards. So he can use his legs, he can read, he can throw the ball, he can, you know. But the running game is working. When they took the running game away from the Ravens, now you're making Lamar play a game that he's not. That's not his game. He's not a pocket passing quarterback. You know, 85 percent of the time. So I wouldn't necessarily say that he choked, but the game that they made him play is not his game. So. When you have a quarterback like a Mahomes that can put you, you can put the safety where you want him to be. If you don't want the safety to be over the top, you can you can call a ghost play at the line and make that safety move up. Now, boom, now, now the middle of the field is wide open. So then you have Lamar who have to come back in, like you guys said, pressing to try to get the ball back down the field, and it's just, that's just not his game. His game is not going to allow him to be a pocket passing quarterback where it will make you, you know, make the Ravens win. Like he's not going to – you can't put the ball – in his hand and on his shoulders and say, go win the game for us. And that, that's just how I feel about that. Hmm. All right. Thank you, buddy. I think maybe you can, but not, maybe not necessarily strictly standing there from the pocket. I don't know. He did that make a great, though, touchdown pass. Oh, yeah. yeah. In the game. Yeah, that was he, very nice. Right? He should have yep. been sacked on that play. That was a great play. He escaped it. I was at the National Harbor, and I was upstairs, and I was watching the game on my phone. I was editing pictures. I was drinking coffee. And downstairs in the bar area, it exploded. Of course. But 20 seconds before, they were ahead of me. Right. Mm-hmm. And then everybody was like, what happened? What happened? And I was like, well, the Ravens must have scored. <laughs> right. And right. then you watch place the play. Went crazy. And the place right. went nuts. I'm looking at the drive chart. They tried to run it to an extent. Obviously didn't focus on it. But they just got in third and not short positions where they then had to pass on third down and they didn't convert. And then the Chiefs had a ridiculously long drive I know, for like they, nine time minutes. Of possession, I agree. Time of possession was definitely a key. I just felt like, especially early second half, they should have run the ball, attempted to run the ball a little bit more. Let's go to Scott, Silver Springs. Scott, what's up? Hey, fellas. How you doing? Hey, Scott. Hey, good. First, let me start by saying I'm a, I'm a Commanders fan. I'd love to have them all. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, mm-hmm, and me he, too. He, Oh, in the game, it was a team effort to lose that game yesterday. But uh, I wish the defense played better in the second half. I don't think the Chiefs scored in the second half. and uh, They did not. And he didn't come through. He didn't. I mean, was he, he's 2-4 and four now in the playoffs. Correct. And, I mean, 
to me, it's kind of like Dak Prescott. You know, you can you can be great all season long, but until you start winning, you know, in January, you're not. No gonna one's going to shut up until you do it. But I think both those guys can win Super Bowls. Hey, look, it's the, the same narrative that Peyton Manning had in his career. Totally different type of player. He's now Peyton. You know, similar to Lamar, was winning regular season MVPs. Mm-hmm. He was going up against a buzzsaw in. The, the Patriots and Tom Brady, and I think he won a Super Bowl in like year number eight mm-hmm. or nine of his career. So, Valdez, what was the defense Lamar's, going in? You always had about Lamar, like his first one. What he was uh, a rookie. Uh, the well, second one. The, was... the first. The first loss uh, was literally his eighth game ever playing. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one, or the the Titans lost when they won in twenty nineteen. Uh, he played pretty decently. Uh, the defense kind of just didn't show up. And maybe a little immaturity in terms of the offense. He did throw the, two picks. The, um, he threw 59 balls that game. You the, don't want him throwing 59 the balls. Win, the win against the, the Titans on the road was, was probably the worst game he's ever played. Yeah. Um, and then the Buffalo game. The Buffalo game was just it was 40-mile-an-hour wind gusts. I think Tucker missed three field goals that game. It was just it was hard to, it was hard to throw that he game. He threw the pick six. In that he game did too. throw a pick six, but it was yeah. hard, to, hard to do that. But I don't know. I think probably just... Move on. Try to find the next. Try to find the next guy. Should we talk about Valdez's <laughs> Twitter meltdown? He supposedly was what off happened? of Twitter. Oh, I had, remember well, he had retired from Twitter. I did. And said well, he everyone was done. Well, and people, then he even jumped on me. Yes, saying uh, recite some stats, JP. He's the guy who was reciting the right. DVOA, calling them the That's best right. team in the history of the game. He was killing us for not making a pick before them. Well, you guys didn't have a, you guys didn't have any uh, because we talked about Bill Belichick and we talked about a <laughs> bunch of other no things. One had, on no one had any uh, any opinion about the game. No one made a selection. Yeah, but we didn't make any pick. He got mad at me because I said somebody said something about. The IJS mantra. And I said, that's all a facade. Of course he cares. What? He can say it's just words, but it stings. I'm it's so in glad, his heart. I'm so glad he cares. And, 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 well, and he's he, a raw nerd and, right and now. Clearly, how I feel. clearly he cares. I feel the, time. the guy went on a Twitter tirade with everybody <laughs> saying, yeah, the Lamar should be traded to the commanders for the number two. He should. I, I wouldn't <laughs> be opposed to it. <laughs> right. I'm serious. <laughs> what were you? What were you feeling as a fan yesterday? Um, it was, it was very, get, get, get by the first half into the second half. What were you um, feeling? Well, I was, at, I was at the, the Sunday night game where they won or they came back to beat the chiefs when they're down 14 in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So I like, I wasn't as stressed maybe as other fans were. I, I had a faith that they could come back, but the, um, uh, the, the pass to MVS, that was just kind of, that kind of sealed it. Oh yeah. It was, um, it was very, it was very weird because. The Texans did the same thing that the Spags did, and Munkin and the offense adjusted beautifully to the blitz. And it was just weird because they didn't adjust in this game. No, they didn't. Like they have, I, like I've I've watched this team. They have the capability of of adjusting, right? And then they just didn't adjust. Mm-hmm. That that was. It, I thought it was weird inic- too. It's inexplicable how they yeah. just. Like I know they're capable of doing it. I watched mm-hmm. them do it last last week against the Texans. They handled it beautifully. Did yeah. you feel they counterpunched beautifully, and now they had no counterpunch? I think I know your answer, and I think your answer will be no. But as a fan, see, I thought the Ravens were in trouble just when I saw, again, getting back to that psychological edge and how the Chiefs kind of made a statement right from the beginning. And I felt like, wow, this Chiefs team is not playing around. It had nothing to do with Lamar. Lamar's good enough, not good enough. It just seemed like the Chiefs. 
just had an edge to them, th- and they had a psychological, emotional <laughs> thing going on. Yeah. So you think uh, you're uh, laughing at me? No, I was trying to show Jason that Valdez kind of took a yeah, shot at I him on uh, Twitter. Oh, that's <laughs> not just him. It was just the fact that no one had a, a dog in the fight. No one put, put their balls well, out on the line. Well, we make picks all the time. I, I, put, I, know, I put my money have, on have a, your your team. We didn't so. have a, no one had a single pick for the AFC or NFC championship because games. for some reason on Friday we didn't even do a segment where the four of us talked about the games because the show was about the Commanders coach and Bill Belichick and everything else. Yeah, yeah, but you didn't do that because. We didn't, we had you, it on let's the, be honest. You did that because you were called it two, two three weeks ago. You said they were going to win the Super Bowl. And yeah. that's fine. I, I love that you did that. I love that you picked them and you had reason. But you didn't pick them on Friday because no one picked them. You picked this weeks ago. You thought this was a team of destiny. And the only thing that we said is, and it doesn't mean we're right, but it's just that I agree with you. I think they were probably the best team this year. But they just got. If you would have asked me on Friday, what are, your, what are your picks, which you didn't because we're talking about other stupid crap. I would have said I like the Ravens and I like the Niners. That's what I did. All my plays were Ravens and Niners. Yeah, if you would have asked me, I would have said Ravens. If you would have asked me who do you think is going to win, I would have said Ravens. I thought the Ravens were going to win. I would have said Lions, Ravens. I would pick both losers. So don't go, so don't go out there on Twitter and hammer me and say, we'll see. I wouldn't have said that. Ask me my opinion. Go ahead. Ask me. Ask me about the Super Bowl. I'll tell you. I think who, the Chiefs are going to win. Who's going to win? I think the Chiefs are going to win the game. I know that's... I, I kind of do, and I'm too, not hedging. For the Niners. I'm not hedging there. I think they're the better team. they got the better quarterback. They've got the better defense. So don't tell them all the Twitter world that I don't I'm, don't have access to, that I don't have opinions. <laughs> I've, got, I've got opinions on everything. Everything in your life and in my life. I've got opinions. I, I promise you that. I Just ask me. I don't, but I did think the Ravens were going to win. Who's going who's gonna to win at Pebble? <laughs> I've got to look at the field. I haven't even looked at the field I don't field have yet. an opinion on that. Don't give me your me opinion that. as we're wrapping up this talk about Lamar. Playoff Lamar, what's your opinion? He's been subpar. Yeah. But right, I mean, but that he's been mean subpar. He's I'm not going to call him a choker. Size. I'm not going to call him a choker. Okay, but, but the problem is, is he's is, not as good yeah. as, and will never be as good as right. Patrick Mahomes. Right. So if okay. he's going to play, no shame in that. So if he's going to play Mahomes in the playoffs, he's got to play well, mistake free. Not going to play perfect every time Mahomes. And, he and my guess is, like Tom Brady, like others, Mahomes will win, will lose Super Bowls. But, but my point is, you can't make mistakes. He's lost one. You can't make mistakes like right. Lamar made against. One of the greatest, if not the greatest. He's not as he's got to play one hundred percent. Here's the truth: Josh Allen was ripped for a week. Josh Allen plays way better than Lamar in the playoffs. I take both. And the narrative on Josh Allen is he's not good enough. Same thing about I know I hate narratives. Oh, but I said the same thing about Dak. Same thing about Josh. Same thing. I defend all quarterbacks. I know, but this is why it's stupid. Is because after after the Texans game, he got the monkey off his back, right? You never it, it changed, get the everything changed, well, and then, but and then the, you just, the Texans pop, then just piled the, back on. But the Texans aren't the Chiefs. Well, it's I mean, the same on. thing that happened to Josh Allen. And meanwhile, if you look at Josh Allen, he's had bomb diggity games. But hold on, hold on. No one, even Valdez. I don't think it. I don't think and Valdez is as devout a Ravens fan as there is. That's mm-hmm. why he's lashing out and mad. Mm-hmm. No one in the world thinks that Lamar's better than Mahomes. They think Lamar's great, but he's not better than Mahomes. Right. So. What's the issue? Yeah, but he's not actually. Look, it's, he's issue? facing a defense. I mean, Lamar's though. great, but Mahomes is okay, elite. But, but and by the way, it doesn't mean Mahomes is perfect. Mahomes loses games, but it, Valdez would have told you Mahomes is better than yeah. Lamar. I know, yeah, but my, he but, when, but when we're, if we're criticizing Lamar, you could criticize Lamar. Him. Could have played mistake free and still lost the game, but we're right. criticizing Lamar because he made two huge mistakes. That's fair. That's fair. 
But I just don't think and that's what that, you get judged on. And I think it's fair, but I don't think it means he's got some fatal flaw to him, or that you know he'll always do this in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm not saying it's unfortunate that he has a track record of it. He has a track record of it. A couple times. Yeah, until a couple times. He has to buck the trend. That's the way it is. Right. Nobody will shut up until he does it. I get it. But I I have faith he will do it. Just we'll keep faith. No, Ravens fan, we'll just keep running our head into the wall. Never, never move on in the in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. We'll just keep doing the same same dumb s every year. Gotta, see, gotta break the trend. Find see, something different. He's pissed off. You yeah. can tell. He's pissed. No, he's being sarcastic. I understand, but he's pissed. Yeah, yeah. of course I'm mad. This is this was probably it. this was the best team in uh, in years that the Ravens had, and they squandered their one and made only, their only opportunity. Listen, who knows? Uh, who knows yeah, if the, if this team will ever yeah, be as good as this? And this, this spot. It's, it was it's on hard a silver platter. This will never leave you. This was on a silver platter this year to go to the Super Bowl and win it. It's hard. 30, to, Jason, Jason, hold on. Yeah. 41 years later. Is it 41 years? Since I'm, 90. No, since 83. I'm still Jack Squire still team. eating at you. <laughs> that team was a That 83 team was arguably, the, uh, certainly better than the 82 team. Wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. They were huge favorites against the Raiders. And the game just snowballed, got away from them. Jack Squire, the momentum, all that. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? I feel for you because it's going to haunt you for forty for the rest of your life. <laughs> if they never get back me. there, it'll it, yeah, it doesn't matter. They're still going to haunt you forever. Yeah, even if you win two more Super Bowls, like my boys, <laughs> two more after that, it still haunts you. It doesn't make it go away. All right, a golf dump by Worldwide Golf. There's something that binds us all: the collective goal to transcend the ordinary. Introducing the Ping G430 Max 10K driver, straighter. Flies farther with Ping's most forgiving driver ever made, the Max 10K. So head on in today and test drive Ping's newest driver at Golfdom. You can visit Golfdom in Tyson's, Rockville, or Annapolis, or shop online, worldwidegolf.com. Hey, I just wanted to go back to uh, Friday, by the way, which was really nice. I actually snuck out and played golf on Friday. Uh, my buddy, the golf course was open. It wasn't soaked. Yeah, it was walking only. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't bad. Right. It wasn't bad. Nice. And I played surprisingly well. Yeah. Because yeah. I hadn't hit I hadn't unlike you, I hadn't logged in 130 hours or whatever. I hadn't swung a club in a couple months. Um, but Friday night, you know I love my guy Luca. Yeah, <laughs> you do. He scored 73. You probably I think that was Friday night, maybe you're it was Saturday. Rocking a semi the whole night. Yes and no. Your house. Yes and no, because yes, it's cool he scored seventy three. Everybody scores 60 now yeah, in the NBA. It's, so it's ridiculous. Now. Like every time you turn around, like Devin and, Booker's dropping like 60. And how about, like, LeBron, I will how give about LeBron's him, night? Like I will, I will give Luka credit in that he hit eight out of 13 three-pointers. And I think he only missed five field goal attempts from the two-point range. Like his shooting percentage was outrageous. But I watched some of the highlights, and then I watched the end of the game. It was on NBA TV. And they do not. We've been saying this for years. They do not play defense in the NBA anymore. No. I mean, You're just he, learning this? he doesn't even dribble fast. He just kind of dribbles. And he was just, go ahead, lay up. Go ahead, just go right to the hoop. It was unbelievable. But I think Booker scored over 60 the same night. You had Carl Anthony Towns score 62, I believe. In a yeah, loss. That then, week. Then his coach lost his mind because they lost the game. They lost the game. You had Joel Embiid <laughs> scored 70. This is all in like the last 10 days. Booker had 44 last night. I mean, you're right. There's no one plays defense. <laughs> and I know the, the Hawks, who 
That's who Luca put, uh, put yes. up the 73. Yeah. They definitely don't play defense. And I actually don't <laughs> even blame. That game was close. At the end of the game, uh, Luca was getting doubled the whole second half. So he splits a double, goes to the basket, and throws a like a no look pass. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who it was to Josh Breen, whoever the hell it was, <clears throat> missed layup. So like, I don't blame him for even taking most of the shots. Yeah, the NBA is unbettable because you just can't figure it out. I mean, the wow. Pistons, the Pistons last night. I'm looking at how about the Pistons? Have, you know what the Pistons records? Is, Pistons record is six and forty. Mm-hmm. They beat the Thunder, and the Thunder are one of the best teams in the league record wise. Last night. It, the, the the NBA doesn't make any sense guys. I don't think so. The, the Suns traded for Bradley Beal. He's averaging 17 points per game. 17. How much he is, plays. I'm curious. How much is Grayson Allen, who <clears> played <throat> at Duke, averaging? He's having, He's having a, good a year. bomb year, like shooting threes. He's and, like got gray hair now. Does he already? I think I've seen some streaks of gray in there. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm crazy, but I remember looking at a picture of him a few weeks ago. He's yeah. averaging 13 and a half points per game. So he's averaging like four points less than Bradley Beal. Yeah. Bradley Beal's making about 48 or $50 million. Is Bradley actually playing or is he still out? He's been in 22 games this year. He's back now. Yeah. He is back. Yep. A few Man. games ago, he had a bomb game. I think Anthony Rendon and, and Bradley Beal, they, they have the same passion for their game. <laughs> I don't know, but Bradley it's hard Beal, to tell. His, his numbers are way down. It's hard to tell if it's gray or he just shaves his hair like really tight on the sides. But Grayson, what Allen, is he like thirty now? I doubt it. Is he is he younger than that? Grayson Allen, born in ninety five. He's twenty twenty eight. Twenty eight. Okay. Beal had nine last night. Did you already mention that? No. Oh. He just said he's averaging what he was four. 17. He was four for thirteen from the floor last night. But Terps had a big win. It did. They're kind of up and down. Smash Nebraska. Smashed yeah. them real good at Xfinity. Got to win They're 500 games. in the Big Ten. I was watching um, coming on. the coach after the game Willard. in the locker room talking about their defense. Mm-hmm. I don't. I didn't double. He's not check. bitching about their shooting anymore. He did a lot of. Bitching. He was praising them that their defense, I think, is one of the best it's, nationally yeah. ranked. What's their RPI? I know it's early, but what's their? RPI? I don't know. Their their defense is one of the best in the conference. Offense is second worst in the conference. Uh-huh. And then I saw Cooley went back to Providence. That <laughs> reception was not great. For him. But did you see the students trying to get yeah. into the building? They were yeah. nearly killing no, I know, each other. I know Providence people. They freaking hate him. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they hate his guts. Wild. <laughs> Hokie's got a big one tonight down at Castle against Duke. Hokie's trying to battle from like middle of the pack of the conference. And they need one tonight against the Dukies. Need it. If they have any prayer of making a little tournament run. Anyway, so Lucas scores 73. I think somebody's going to score 80 this year. Do you think it's going to happen? Like, I'll bet against that's, 80. So, so Kobe had 81, which is number two, right? Wilt scored 100. Kobe <laughs> scored 81 in a game. And now Luca has 73. But you've had all these games this year. But then Bede was 70 and, and Carl Anthony Towns was 62. Hey, wait, it's coming. Wake me up when the NBA draft lottery is happening. Okay? <laughs> Just wake me up, please. By the way, Maryland at 110 in the RPI. Not silly. They got to get, get that better. They need to, that needs to get boosted. It may not, right? Because the Big Ten's down. Yeah. So they're not going to yeah. get any credit for any wins. They just need to well, finish just, with like 12 or 13 wins in yeah, conference. Just get the wins. Yep. It's amazing how little passion I have for the Terps, considering at one point it was right up there with the I know, the you would go to every game, every game. go to game. everything and just mm-hmm. live and die, but then, you you know, life happens. It's also during the Gary tenure. Like, Gary. I had such a passion Gary, for Gary. changed everything for us, like, when we were students. Our, comes in Turgeon there with the was fist so pump. nice to us. Yeah. 
I just never fell in nice. love with them. And also, the, I never fell uh, in love honestly, with them. Yeah. even though they're over it, the move from Cole, Tom, it's, just, it's just a little different. Comcast's not the same. <laughs> it's, it's different. Pro- I mean, it's going to happen at some point. It's yeah. progress. You can't keep playing in Cole in 2024. Oh, they, still, but they still play over at Butler. Where, where they, what is it called? Hinkle. Hinkle. They still play in Hinkle. All right. Iconic. Okay, maybe that's a little bit a nicer venue. I don't know. They, no, it's an old Cameron dump. Indoor. Cameron okay. is in a dump. <laughs> right. It's a dump. Literally, it's a dump. Yeah. It has some mystique to it. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, we t- we touched on this earlier. We're going to get into Dan Campbell and the Lions. Your mm-hmm. thoughts, if you want to chime in at 800-636-1067. Did his aggressiveness cost the Lions a trip to the Super Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back. Put up the Junkies poll of the day brought to you by Van Meter Homes. Our earlier discussion about Lamar Jackson, whether he's a choker in the playoffs, you can vote at Junks Radio. That's brought to you by Van Meter Homes. So far, 63% saying yes. Six touchdowns, six picks in six playoff games for Lamar and the Ravens fall to the Chiefs at home. But we wanted to touch on the other game. Hmm. Is Dan Campbell a choker? His yes. Lions had that a big lead, go hard on. <laughs> 24 to 7 at the half. So they're up by 17 points at the half. The Niners start with the ball and they get a field goal on their first drive. So it's cut to 14. But we wanted to touch on two plays where they decide to go for it on fourth down. And did that aggressiveness cost the, them a the trip score. to the Super Bowl? They, the first time they were up I'm 14, give it to right? You. So. Yep. The first time where they go for it on fourth down, they're up by 14, and it's fourth and two at San Francisco's 28-yard line. There's seven minutes left. Seven minutes left. uh, Seven minutes left in the third quarter. So it would have been a 45. Mm Maybe 46-yard field goal. In today's modern NFL, I mean, obviously, the further you go out, the harder it is. But these guys bang those all the time. They do, but Badgley's kind of nubs. He's not. He's no Justin Tucker. You're not going to okay. no, But his overall numbers, since he's been with Detroit, his overall numbers are pretty good. So they go for it there. <clears throat> um, Bosa actually pressures Goff a little bit on that play, but Goff makes a throw. It, they could have had me but as was kicker, that... <clears throat> and I, I would have still kicked it because it, it, you have a chance to go up three scores. Yes, and that's why I wanted yeah. him to do it. But so, maybe so because they're gamble, on the twenty-eight, man. they go for it's a it. Big gamble. Look. It hits Josh Reynolds in the hands. Should have caught it. For sure. He should have caught the ball. Then he was chucking and jiving on the sideline, which bothered me. I was like, the, he just dropped the, the ball. the same thing I said about Zay Flowers <laughs> in that fumble. The same thing. It was a, kind of fluky. I mean, Sneed made a great play on it, but kind of fluky that, that so, your boy dropped so the ball. So that's the first situation. And then the Niners, I mean, it changed the momentum of the game because then the Niners score in five plays. And all of a sudden, that 17-point lead at the half is down to – one touchdown in the matter of seven or eight minutes in the game because field goal by the Niners. They stop the Detroit Lions on downs on that fourth and two, which is a drop. They go down and then score. they score a touchdown. They get hooked on the IU pass. Yep. 
Then Gibbs, Gibbs fumbles. fumbles. So, and then they score again very quickly. And now all of a sudden it's 24-24. So you get to the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. The Niners put, put together 11-play drive, but they have to settle for a field goal. Correct. So they're up by three points. Lions get the ball back. Lions start driving. They get to the 30-yard line. Yep. Fourth and three. Would have been a 47-yard. So, again, 47-yard field goal. What I would say is I do think it's in cahoots with Ben Johnson. Like, it's kind of a package deal. Dan Campbell and, and Ben Johnson, throughout the year, they're like, he knows he's got two downs mm-hmm. to get a first down. Well, this is going to be EB's guy with the commanders so, going for it all the time. It's going to put you on a massive tilt. Yeah, so I it's, don't like it. It's, <laughs> go for it sometimes. So it's third <laughs> and ten. On the San Francisco 37, Goff has a short pass to Amon Ra. So now it's fourth and three. Field goal ties the game there. Dan Campbell says, okay, let's go for it again. Ben Johnson draws up a pass, incomplete to Amon St. Brown. Um, then the Niners score, score, score a touchdown. Game's basically over there at 34-24. So two times they go for it. And they don't make it. And to back. be fair, they had a situation where at least the announcers thought. And by the way, Greg Olson's far better than Tony Romo. Just watch. I think Olson's good. Um, I do. I think he's really good. In the first half, they did. At the end of the first half, they did kick a field goal <clears throat> from like the two yard line. I think they were on the two yard line. Maybe yes. it was the three yard line. Yes. At the end, could have gone to make for it twenty four seven. That was the right call to kick the field goal there too. Yeah. If you're looking, at ba- I do think the over aggressiveness cost them. This if you're game. looking at Badgley's stats overall. For his career, he's played for one, two, three, four, five teams. Okay, Chargers, Titans, Colts, Bears, um, and Lions. All right, his completion, his kick percentage overall is eighty-two point four percent. But with the Lions, he's twenty-four for twenty-eight. What about forty to forty-nine? Forty to forty-nine with the Lions, he's nine for eleven. Honestly, it, all right, and so, it, you shouldn't be going in this game if you don't trust your kicker. To kick a forty-seven yarder, you shouldn't have him in the game. Yeah, like with the you know championship season on the line, you shouldn't even be there if you don't trust him. If you want to chime in, eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Call us in the MGM National Harbor List Lines. I have less of a problem with the first one. You're up by fourteen. Like he's going for the kill. All right, he's going for the kill. He's saying, you know what? If we can get up twenty-one, this game's over. Going for the kill. <clears throat> now the next one. Where it's like hit a field goal, tie the game. I'm going to try and tie the game. Like you're up by 14. Your defense, for the most part, had been doing great. Mm-hmm. I don't mind going for the fourth down there. I think when you have momentum did though, shift. When you have momentum a, a, did a, shift. You can put them up three scores. But the next one, when it's kick a field goal, tie the game, and it's the fourth quarter with what seven minutes left. I'd have to look exactly at the time. Yeah, something like that. Seven six, minutes six, and 32. 30 seconds left. Yeah, something like that. Well, Steve, Steve Wilkes did a good job on, on that play. The defensive coordinator for the Niners did a good job disguising the – made it look like zone, but switched to man. And yeah. then – No, I no, no I think he switched to zone because it looked like Amon Ra was going to be open. And then it – like Amon Ra was running a crossing pattern, right, from right to I left. I thought I said that. I think you said he switched from uh, zone to man. Oh, I'm sorry. Flip-flop. But then I think it was Bosa who got pressure to force Goff off, off to the right. And throwing on, that's not his strength, throwing on the run, th- yeah. moving right, and you know, it was incompletion. But again, 49ers got very uh, fortunate. Number one, 
on the play to Ayuk that bounced off the DB's head. <laughs> and uh, number two, Gibbs fumbling where he fumbled. And then the decisions from Campbell to go for it on fourth down. Need, you kind of need those breaks. All right. Let's what do you think about course. the play call from Ben Johnson in both of those fourth down situations? Well, like you said, the one, he's got to catch it. But the first, he does have to catch it, but on the on, on that one it was a shorter. It was it was like fourth and one and a half, and fourth and two. I'm not gonna kill the they, guy for any one game. Just like I wouldn't kill Why not run? They were running pretty successfully. They were. They were running successfully in the first half. They were kind of getting stoned in the second half. Okay, but this is the first drive in the second half, right? right? Well maybe the first fourth down call. Maybe what they saw maybe what Johnson saw from what San Francisco was showing defensively made him, you know, want to pass the ball. You still you still have to catch the ball. Reynolds has to catch that ball. And fortunate for San Francisco, he did not. Mm-hmm. But if he kicks both of those field goals, you know, the Robbers had six more. They, they got 37. Maybe they win the game. All right, let's pass some of these calls. What do you think? Uh, did Dan Campbell blow it? I'm team Dan Campbell blew it. I also am team. I really like Dan Campbell. Like, I love his enthusiasm on the sideline. I, like I think he's awesome. But I just think he's getting a little carried away with his uh, riverboat t- style. Dan Gamble. That's yeah. his bit. You know what I was thinking? All this love for Ben Johnson. And look, the first drive, they just marched right down the field. Like they were up 14 I mean, nothing nice in the blink of an eye. Jameson Williams, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I was impressed. And Ben Johnson's. But I was thinking, I know they've already hired Adam Peters. Could they hire the Lions GM? Man, he's put together a he's sick had, roster. He's had a really good His run. drafts Brad, are sick. Brad Holmes' last three draft classes are pretty much masterpieces. You know, you can also look at the defense, and Aaron Glenn is the guy. He's the defensive coordinator. Yeah. But their defense allowed 27 points mm-hmm. in the second half. Mm-hmm. Our defense has to make a stop, too. 100%. Some I mean, hideous tackling, too, by, yeah. by, the, by the Lions defenders. All right, let's go to Reese St. Mary's. Reese, what's up, buddy? Y'all are the junks. How you doing, buddy? Hey, um, good, Reese. I'm gonna go off t- can I go off talking for one second? Sure. Yeah. And make one Lamar point because I was on hold for that at first? Yeah. And the only point it is is Patrick, you, Lamar, they, the offensive coordinator, I blame him because he tried to make Lamar to be like a Patrick Home, Tom Brady, or what's his name? He didn't make Lamar the best dual quarterback. When you go in there, they was a, basically Kansas City is no fly zone. You already know why they got there, right? They no fly zone. So why would you go when they went with three tight ends? They got a first down every time because that's making Lamar who he is. But when you sit there and got him set back trying to manipulate the field, no, the run brings the safeties up. That's when he can throw. To where you would never even block Purdy when he play him in the Super Bowl, you're not going to outdo um, um, Patrick Holmes. You got to be a game manager and just do what you supposed to do. Right. And the last point on that is when there was three minutes left in the game, why didn't they kick a field goal so they can even get maybe give them the first down if they have to give them one and still play? Why did you sit there and try to make a touchdown when you needed a field goal and a touchdown too? And as far as the um, Dan Carroll um, situation, come on, man. You disrespecting the guy at that point. When you up, you got to get the point. Did you see the same way with Patrick Holmes? When, did you think he could make a, a, a one more or two more plays? But he knew we up. We winning. I'm not going to force this ball. So it's like Dan Campbell forced his hands when he tried to disrespect him. You up by 14, get the three. Right. You don't, at all times, you get points because it put pressure on, the, um, off, you know, on their offense. So I think he was trying to be too bigger than the game. Get your points. 
And thank you all for taking my call. I appreciate I, I it. Actually, I actually agree with that. And, and, and if, I know Drabby agreed with me that on that third third one, like, I knew he was going to go for it because he had settled for the field goal before. I just knew it. I knew it. He, wasn't, he, wasn't gonna, he's, he didn't want to lose his reputation or something. 100%. Like, yeah. he just he, he, he can't just do the right thing. He's got to be the brazen guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't you, you know? know he's got to be ballsy. Take the I wonder if he'll change his, his tactics in a similar situation next year. I don't know. You know? And if you do this stuff, you're going to get blamed. <clears throat> and maybe he doesn't care about that. But after a while, that kind of stuff adds up. If you do it for a couple of years, that's what happened to Staley. He got a reputation of being a donk and going for it with being obsessed with analytics. And then he just and they lost two games to his because grave. of that. And he wrote it to his grave. I blame him. Stubborn. At the same time, that drive at twenty-four to ten, it was an eight-play, forty-seven-yard drive. Right. So in the first half, they're completely rolling. Yeah. And they're up. And so at that time, I think Dan Campbell's thinking my offense with the offense coordinator Ben Johnson, we're rolling. Why would I stop momentum and kick a field goal? He has confidence in not only his players in his quarterback, but in his offensive coordinator. He's not the play caller, but he's kind of given them this leeway, especially based on the first-half track record. So in the first half, they have all these yards. They almost had 300 yards of offense in the first half. Yeah, The Lions had 280 yards of offense in the first half. So this is their first drive, and they are marching down the field. Like, if you go look at that drive chart, mm-hmm. you know, they're marching down the field. They start on the 25, and... Completion to Laporta, boom. Then run by Montgomery, boom. Run by, you know, they're they're moving down the field. So I get kind of going for it there because you feel like you've got the offensive momentum and that this team's not going to stop you because they haven't stopped you. And then Josh Reynolds drops the ball. I know. It's just what a buzz. Look, it's hindsight. Was. It's hindsight. Obviously, Josh Reynolds had a terrible game. I agree with the case. I thought about it. I don't believe no, guys don't. can get away with throwing a game right. now. And I, there's too much money involved. I don't really but, believe man, it. Because the next one hits him in the body, right? Yes. Which was a critical third down pass mm-hmm. to Josh Reynolds. Yep. Goff throws a strike. He had a bad game. Goff had a strike. Like, Goff has a rap as a, a guy who can't win a Super Bowl, right? The mm-hmm. the rep. And um, he had a perfect bomb to Jameson Williams in the game, too. I know. I mean, he should have caught that. He, he also, also threw a wobbler. He also threw he a wobbler. Did. He did. It made me crazy. I saw it. <laughs> it was like, vroom, vroom, vroom. I was like, oh, that was, ball is gross. He'll never. Yeah, that wobbler made me insane. <laughs> I hate that. One thing I'll say about Purdy. Purdy gets balls tipped. He throws interceptions and he throws high. He's not perfect by any stretch. I know where he, you're going. He, he, does, he, he throws a beautiful ball. <laughs> he does. Rock Purdy throws a beautiful ball. It would be one of the greatest stories in history if Mr. Irrelevant won a Super Bowl. I, I'm almost Although was it Kurt that. Warner undrafted? Kurt Warner was undrafted. So yeah, Kurt Warner. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. But Kurt Warner is going to Hall of Fame. Purdy is not. You know what? I'm a quarterback. I don't know. Not yet. I'm, I'm a QB, I'll bet against I'm it. a QB snob, pedigree snob. Want Mahomes to win another one. Oh, I know you. And no, no. I win money if he wins another. That's why you really. Mahomes is super fun to watch. I'm all in on Purdy, and I'm sure I'll be disappointed. I'll be, I, feeling, I'll be feeling like Valdez uh, in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, hey, so I'm guaranteed despondent. a chop minimum, right? Yes. Anyway, anyway, I won. Offer, I won should. the Commanders thing. I had the best record on picking the Commanders every week. Mm. You should offer. Uh, I think we were the same, weren't we? No. One well, we more picked, dub for me. Are you certain of that? Yep. Have to go I'm back not and certain look at of that. that. I am. <laughs> Need a fact checker. I'm All you gotta do is go to her Instagram. All right. Kelsey did charts. Every that's week. Oh, the weekly. Okay. If you're one like preseason. Well, but I mean, it's important. It's more important than the one preseason because the preseason is just no, we stab no, in the dark. We finished one game back. That's what I mean. I, mean, I know. Week to week, we were. You should we were offer. Right uh, you should offer cakes a, a deal. 
lock in your money. Nah. It's not even that much money, right? It's just like 10 bucks no, a man. No, Jason said it was 20. Ooh, 20 a man. I'm sized. Hey, where's my money for winning the preseason bet? I mean, is there money oh, at stake for that? To win nine, eight games, ten Whatever games? Whatever the money. If you them say, to win seven. I picked well, seven. If you, you said, if you said, if we had money on it, what pay you? Yeah, I don't think we had a wager on it. I had one more win than EB. I was 13 and four. You were 12 and five. All right. Who, I'm, how, I'm, I'm proud of my 12 and five. 12 and five. Jason, 12 and five. Uh, well, it got easy to pick them out down the stretch. Yeah. 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 Picked against, them, against every, them every week. I think the last time I picked them was against the when they played the Giants. Yeah. I stopped <laughs> picking them. I, I mean, picked, I'm sure I picked eight the Commanders then, too. All right. Let's go. Let's go to Mike in Gaithersburg. Mike, what's up, buddy? You're on with the junks. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Hey, Mike. bud. Um, I don't know why these guys outthink themselves. I, I, I'm reminded by Rivera in the Philly game. These guys mm-hmm. who are known for going for it in fourth, on fourth down, you have an opportunity in the first half to cut the head off the snake, to crush their back, to break them. Right. And he takes the points and he kicks a field goal. Like what? Why not just go for it? You're up 14 at that point, anyways. I don't. I, I don't understand. If you're going to hit on 16 in the beginning of the shoe, you got to hit the whole shoe. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why these guys are out thinking themselves. I don't blame anything on Ben Johnson later. I think that was a terrible decision, and I think it cost him the game. Really? No, you're probably right. I mean, but that's that's just the way gamble rolls. I mean, he's he's done it the entire season. Gamble. All right, we're going to switch the say? conversation. I said gamble. Yeah, Campbell gambles. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> they were on the three yard line. On the uh, settling for the field goal, by the way, at the end of the half. Yes. So maybe if they were on the two, we would have gone for it, but they were on the three. Coming up next, we will shift the conversation, talk some NFL draft and more. Trevor Sikama, NFL draft analyst for Pro Football Focus here on the Junkies. Welcome back. Junkies coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the team, 980 in the DMV, 910 The Fan in Richmond, and we're streaming live coast to coast on the Odyssey app. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network. We're presented by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company of the junkies. Going to talk to Trevor Sikama shortly from Pro Football Focus. He's at, is it called now just the Shrine Bowl? That's oh, what Drab called it. I believe that's correct. Or is it the East-West Shrine we Bowl? We can ask him. I believe he's on be. the line. I mean, All question. right, Trevor joins us right now on the Beckyall <laughs> Guest Hotline. What is the event called now? Is it just the Shrine Bowl or is it the East-West Shrine Bowl? What is it? It's still East-West. <laughs> I, I think it is the East-West Shrine Bowl. At least that's what the uh, little the, the little notepads that they gave us so courteously uh, say on there. So I'm going to keep calling it the East-West Shrine Bowl until they change the logo. Hey, got you. Um, real quick, this is very you know sports radio hot take-ish, but let's get what Trevor's vote would be. We have two polls of the day. Um, number one, is Lamar Jackson a choker in the playoffs? And number two, did Dan Campbell's aggressive nature – cost them a trip to the Super Bowl. How would you vote on both of those? I don't think that Lamar is a choker. That term is just so harsh, man. Yeah. I mean, when, when I look, he's going up against someone who is clearly in favor of God himself in Patrick Mahomes. It's just, <laughs> it, the, 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 how talented that guy is, how successful that guy is. And this is obviously a joke, nothing to take away from Mahomes. But you look at that game with the Ravens and, shoot, even for as – I don't know, not stellar, as you want to say, that Lamar played in that game. They, Flowers doesn't fumble that football going into the end zone. Who knows what the final score would be? So I don't want to sit here and say that he's a, he's a choker. So, no, I'm not going to agree with that. And when it comes to Dan Campbell, look, 
it's kind of live and die by your own sword, right? I looked at that situation going into the half, and I was very surprised <clears throat> that they actually did not uh, – or that they did a field goal there at the end. And, and then and then I also was very shocked that they did not go about that that conversation the same way when it came to the end of the game. So I, I, I guess there's a lot of things that go into it. It's more than just one or two plays. There's no doubt about it. But – those were very crucial, and like Dan Campbell said, look, I'm, I'm comfortable in who I am. I'm comfortable in my aggressiveness, and uh, it seemed like he died by that sword as much as he lived by it throughout the whole season. Trevor, getting back to the Ravens for just a second, if you were to repick the 2022 NFL draft, where does Kyle Hamilton go? Because I mean, he looks he looks like a superstar. He's picked 14th. I mean, w- would he have been a top-five pick? And that's a pretty heavy defensive top-five there with Hutchinson, Sauce Gardner went four. Does does Hamilton go in top five? Where, where would you repick him? Yeah, I mean, he he certainly. If you, if you're allowed to see hindsight, all the ways that Mike McDonald has been able to use him, and I want to give Mike McDonald his credit, right? Because I think that he is one of the best young defensive minds in the game. There's no doubt about it. Not every defensive coordinator would have used Kyle Hamilton in all of those ways. So I, I'm not sure if we would have seen this kind of production from him outside of what we are seeing in Baltimore, but all that to say, we absolutely are now. So I would have picked him in the top eight, the top five, something like that. I had him as a top five player in that class. So regardless of where he was going to go, the overall talent, how you could use him, he's a, he's a super confident nickel defender. You can use him as a free safety. We saw how great he was in run defense yesterday as well. So, I, I mean, he is somebody who, was worthy of that defensive player of the year conversation that we, that, that we were having this year. And uh, he showed it yesterday, albeit in a loss. Do you think McDonald lands in Seattle with the head job there? I know he also has an interview with the commanders, but it seems like Johnson's has the inside track uh, to the commanders gig. Do you think he stays in Baltimore or gets one of the two remaining gigs? I think that Seattle should offer it to him. I really do. I mean, for what he has been able to do, not just with the Ravens, but uh, shoot what he did with Michigan as well. He has shown that, the way he sees the game, how he approaches this, and, and no matter what the experience level it is, no matter what age these guys are in, he not only is he great at defense, but he seems like a phenomenal teacher, right? Guys pick things up, and they play so confidently. It's a major part of why you were able to get the most talent out of the players that you have. So all that to say, I think Seattle feels like more of the perfect match for him, given the young defensive pieces that they have there with Witherspoon and Tariq Woolen and some of the guys that are still building along that defensive line. You know, they have a little bit of better veteran presence along the linebacker and edge spots, but that defense is kind of coming around. You've got an offense that's already established. You could bring in an offensive coordinator that you, uh, that you like, that you mesh with. And so to me, that is the better situation um, for him specifically. And I, I, and on the flip side, I love, Ben Johnson in Washington because of what we think is going to be a new quarterback coming in. You got a franchise quarterback, and holy cow! I, I just waited every week. Not that I was not that I was praying on Ben Johnson's downfall or anything, but it was going so well for him for two straight years. I, I just thought to myself, okay, where is the dud game? Like, when is he is he going to turn back into maybe? Okay, this guy's not as stellar as we once thought, but it never came. Every mm-hmm. single week, it felt like it was just so efficient from him, even to what we saw yesterday where they take that massive lead on a 49ers defense that's incredibly talented. So, to me, I feel as though McDonald, 
uh, the, the, the most likely outcome for him feels like that's Seattle head coach job. And for Ben Johnson, I feel like it is that spot in Washington. So if Johnson does come here, who who gets the biggest bump on the offense? Is it Dotson who regressed in year two? Is it Terry McLaurin? Who do you see get having the biggest benefit of, of the holdovers that are still going to be here? I do think that it's going to be McLaurin because I look at Ben Johnson and I think that what he has done is he's just identified really talented players and and he's just simply getting the ball in their hands in all sorts of different ways. And McLaurin, uh, you know, he's been a productive player in Washington, but think about what Detroit has done with Amon Ross St. Brown, you know, like a mid-round pick where, again, I'm not taking anything away from St. Brown. He showed us these kind of similar traits while he was at USC. It just was not valued enough on draft weekend. But Ben Johnson looked at this guy and he said, look, he's strong for his size. He's extremely quick. He's got great hands. He's good with separation, all this stuff. So I think that Ben Johnson's going to look at that and say, we have our next Amon Ross St. Brown already on the roster, a guy that is going to be a – Use him at all times, use him in all ways kind of a player. And, shoot, we even saw Monterey St. Brown take a handoff out of the backfield yesterday, mm-hmm. right? And so that's the type of creativity that you look for uh, in an offensive mind. And, and I think that McLaurin is going to be that guy. I really do. Talking to Trevor Sikkim, a lead NFL draft analyst for Pro Football Focus. So here in Washington, Rivera out. Maybe Ben Johnson will be the next head coach. Then the next huge question is, what do they do at number two? Um we were looking at your mock draft that's from a couple weeks ago. Don't know if it's changed. Just fill us in on your take on Drake May, what you see from him uh, as a prospect, and then Jaden Daniels. Yeah, I, I think that both of these guys, obviously fantastic years. Uh, Jaden comes away with the Heisman Trophy. Uh, truly the most electric player in all of college football, and I think that it was deservingly so that he won that. And the thing that I love about Jaden Daniels, so I'll start with him, is you know, when when he was playing at Arizona State, he was an afterthought to me. I did not really think that this guy was going to be a, a serious NFL draft prospect. I thought, okay, he's got a big arm and, you know, he's fast as a mobile quarterback. But, uh, you know, he's built like a rail. He's a slender guy. He still is to this day. He runs the ball a little reckless. And it felt like his offense while he was at Arizona State was simply, okay, I'm going to run the football And then once the defense starts to creep in a little bit, I'm just going to take my deep shots. It wasn't a lot of progressions. It wasn't going through things. There wasn't a lot of patience and tempo with how he approached the passing game when he was at Arizona State. He transfers over to LSU. And that first year at LSU, so not this past season, but the one before, he had one of the lowest turnover-worthy play rates in the country for a starting quarterback. He really took to heart, I'm going to take care of the football. I'm I'm not going to turn this thing over. I'm not going to hurt my team. I'm going to make sure that I'm that kind of quarterback first and foremost, and he was last year, and that was successful, but the average depth of target was down. The big-time throws were down. He was not pushing the ball as far as he needed to, and simply put, he wasn't as aggressive as he needed to be for his team to put up enough points to win the game. This year, he's taken those roots that he has now planted with better decision-making when it came to turnovers, and now he's turned up the heat. I mean, the the big-time throws are there. The big-time runs are there. Really, the only thing that you're looking for him now is can he continue to go through progressions at an NFL speed level, and uh, and is this somebody who's going to be able to take care of the football because he's got some scrambles where the defenders hit this guy, and you're like, come on, man. All the rules are, are there for you to slide and get protected and everything. You don't need to be taking these big hits and risking a fumble and risking injury, so definitely need to uh, maybe protect himself uh, as much as he is protecting the football. And then Drake May, I mean, what more can you say about him, man? Most big-time throws uh, in the country over the last two years. I mean, he is just a big-game hunter. And, look, 
is the ball placement perfect? No, of course not. If you watch Drake May, and, and I think the conversations have been skewed incorrectly because people look at Caleb Williams and they think, oh, okay, well, this is the guy who is great out of structure, is going to throw the deep ball everywhere, you know, he's going to scramble all around the field, but Drake May is more of the cerebral pocket passer, super accurate kind of a player. And, and look, they both possess some of those traits, but in reality, Drake May does a lot of stuff out of structure as well. You know, he, he is not just this statue robot precision passer in the pocket like I think people – like to say he is when comparing him to Caleb Williams. It's just not the case. And he is himself this, like I said, is big game hunter. He's got an arm that reminds people of Justin Herbert and his strength and velocity and things like that. But he himself still needs to get more accurate and more pinpoint. But you already love what you see from a guy who's 21 years old. He's just a true junior coming in. That's the type of quarterback that you want to take in the top three to invest in. So both of them really talented players for kind of uh, different skill sets. But to me, both great options at number two. But, but which, which do you think fits Johnson's play calling style, assuming he gets the gig? I still have Drake May as my QB2, and so I would still be tra- – if these two guys are on the board, I'm still taking Drake May. I mean, you look at Ben Johnson, you you say like, okay, well, obviously Drake May is a little bit closer to Jaden Daniels in style, but, you know, you never know. I, I guess, you know, chefs can only work with the ingredients that they have in the kitchen, right? And so, like, who knows? Maybe Ben, ben Johnson is sh- sit, sitting here and saying – Oh, oh, I would love to have a dual threat type of a quarterback like Jaden Daniels. Maybe they do end up going that direction if it all comes out to play like this. But certainly from what we have seen from Jared Goff and and the play action and the crossing routes and and the deep shots, like just all sorts of great pocket quarterback play. Not that Jaden Daniels can't do it. Just that Drake May has shown to do it at a very high level with a lot of big time throws from the pocket as well. So. I would lean towards Drake May as this preference pick, if you will, but who knows? That's only because of what we have seen with Ben Johnson over the last couple of years with Jared Goff, but it's not like he's had an option like, hey, who do you want to, you know, who do you want to go with? Do you want to go with Jared Goff or do you want to go with an Anthony Richardson type of like running quarterback? Well, plus the uh, Carolina connection, right? You wonder how that factors in. (laughs) Yeah, and and obviously that's that's something that you, you think about, but. Obviously, you just you want to pick the right guy no matter what. The hometown kind of like, but that could be a tie goes to the runner bit. That could be. I I mean, maybe you're right. Look, these two guys, like I said, are both really good, and and maybe the owner comes in and he's like, hey, we actually want the hometown. So maybe maybe it ends up coming to that. But uh, that's only if you love both prospects a lot, right? Joined by Trevor Sikama, lead NFL draft analyst for Pro Football Focus at Tampa Bay Trey on Twitter. Where do you think the best fields landing spot is if Caleb goes number one to Chicago? Where's a good fit for him? I like Atlanta. I really do. I know that's a lot. That's that's the the landing spot that a lot of people talk about, but they are poised to take that next step. And and the reason why Arthur Smith gets fired is because a lot of people thought that that was going to be this year. And I think you look at how they have take whether it's you know not taking the shots or taking some swings and missed on that quarterback position. You looked at what they were able to do and it was just disappointing all around. So when you look at what fields was this past season, was it a perfect version of himself? No. And I think that's why you're moving on, right? Because the way that I tell talk to people in Chicago is look, if you're going to take a risk, which it is on Justin Fields, 
still ascending to a franchise-level caliber quarterback, or you're going to take a risk on Caleb Williams or Drake May or Jaden Daniels, you're going to do so with one of those guys where you can reset the quarterback contract window. So that's kind of the conversation that I have with the people in Chicago. But all that to say, I think that Justin Fields has a chance to, if he goes to Atlanta, win that division in his first year. I think that the team is that talented. And so to me, that continues to be my favorite spot. Trevor, give us a a name or two that's really impressed so far in practice down, down in Frisco. Man, I mean, there have been a handful of players. I think the, the wide receivers are really standing out. Isaiah Williams from Illinois, Malik Washington from Virginia, Taj Washington from USC. All of these guys, I think, have been unstoppable. I think Walter Rouse as well, if you want to go to the trenches, the offensive tackle from Oklahoma came in at a great size. He's got over 35-inch arms. He's been a monster. Mo Kamara, the pass rusher from Colorado State, really been flashing. The Clemson edge rusher, Xavier Thomas, who's just kind of, I mean, a former five-star. He's just gone through a lot of injuries throughout his career. He is certainly showing his explosiveness. And then Texas Tech safety, Darian Taylor Demerson. I mean, that guy is really standing out. I mean, when you know the playbook well enough to where he's sitting here before, as they're going through installs, like telling the corners around him, like, hey, you're actually supposed to stand here, here's the leverage, and then explain to them why. I've kind of overheard some of those conversations. He had an interception yesterday that was all about exactly where he needed to be, and an overthrow happened, and he was right there to capitalize it. So I think those guys are a handful of players that that have really stood out on my What about Frank Gore Jr.? Obviously his dad was a great running back. Frank Gore Jr. put up some big numbers at Southern Miss. Yeah, Frank Gore Sr. was also on the sideline. I don't know, man. The guy oh, yeah. probably suit up and get some goal line carries. I'm not going to lie to you. He still looks like he could have it. But, no, I, I mean, his son uh, builds very well. He comes in a smaller size, but he's yeah. got really quick feet, good contact balance. Like you said, those are two traits that you need to be as productive as he was. Yeah, the overall, like, long speed, things like that, I think are a little bit limited with him. I think he'll probably end up being a day three pick. But he is somebody who, I mean, you guys know this, when you get a shot at running back, you come into camp, I mean, carries are up for grabs. There aren't many teams in the NFL where you go, yeah, I mean, these, these carries are already spoken for. If you have a great camp, if you have a great preseason, you can running back is one of those positions that you can come out, kind of come out of nowhere no matter where you were drafted and impress the coaching staff enough to, uh, to get some looks during the season. All right, Trevor, appreciate the time and insight. Thanks, pal. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Anytime. Yep. Right, buddy. Thanks, Trevor. Trevor Sikama from Pro Football Focus. We're the Junkies talking a lot of football on a Monday after championship weekend. We'll be right back. All right, so we've got the Super Bowl matchup set. Chiefs against the Niners, which happened a few years ago. Um, The downside for a lot of people, and I know Cakes is in the minority. He doesn't mind it. But I already heard the reaction from Jason and Eric earlier Mm -hmm. in the show is you will have more Taylor Swift stories and more Taylor Swift coverage. Mm-hmm. Isn't it making everybody, like, sick of her? I mean, I had – Jason's always had a weird infatuation with her because he bizarrely thinks she's hot. I th- I I've do. never really particularly <laughs> thought that. But I've liked her I, – I don't mind her music. Like, especially yeah. some of the more acoustical stuff from a few years ago, I didn't mind. Never a massive fan. I don't think I've ever bought anything. I hate her now. It's way too she's, much. It's she's overexposed. She's taken over. It used the hate that Patrick Mahomes' wife used to get. Oh, yeah. shifted. Mahomes, yeah. To, no to, one talks yes. about her anymore. To her, like, so she's she's still very front and center. Like they they show yeah. the sweep, and she's right there. Now, thankfully, there's been much less Jackson Mahomes. 
And I think we can all... He's there, too. We, we can all thank oh, Taylor they, Swift for I that. I haven't noticed him. Yeah, thank he's God. much more in the there. background now. Yeah, he was I didn't dapping up uh, his brother after the game. There was a bunch of people in there I didn't notice. <laughs> like on the field. Oh, I didn't watch that. Um, 800-636-1067. I mean, I can put it up as a poll. What do you think? Do you think the people are more annoyed... I think, I, I think so. that there are a Pro lot, I think a or, lot of people are triggered by her did, for whatever reason. I don't quite understand it, but I I think the votes are going to come in very anti. It's overexposure. That's all. Yeah. It's overexposure. Yeah. All right. How should I phrase the poll? Like, that's fine. You say overexposure, but like they flashed her a couple times. Are you sick of? Are you sick of? No, no. That's but it. it's kind of like the constant like. It's just all week leading up to it. It's walking. Yeah, into yeah. The Everyone stadium. talks about it. It's like yeah. When you, there's a reason for this. She's the most she's the most popular. Look, the woman NFL on the loves it right now. Uh, I get I know, it. The NFL, but loves she doesn't it. belong at the football. But game. Kelsey gets get on her my nerves. My football. And <laughs> I does, used to. She doesn't belong at a football. I still game. think she she's. Belong. I think she's still attractive, <laughs> she's but I don't like her as much as I used to. <laughs> if she wants to go sit, you know, on the sideline, fine. She shouldn't be the focus of the game. She's the effing focus of the game. <laughs> but it's not her fault that CBS is obsessed with her. Not her fault. She, I don't blame her. When they showed her in the second quarter, she mouthed, "Go away, please." To to her because <laughs> she knows. She knows the backlash. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, I don't blame her. It's but she is well, overexposed, I, I, and I, I hate her. I, I gotta say, I think that <laughs> I, I don't understand. She seems to freak out every one of Travis Kelsey's catches. That's yeah. another like, reason why you I hate chill her. a little well, bit. Why don't they show like every catch? Every time he why won't they show her when he drops balls? They never do that. Well, no, that's fine. But it's not as fun. He, ca- he caught. I want to see your reaction. He catch eleven fine. balls yesterday. Yeah. I mean, he catches a lot of balls. Yeah. Every touchdown. Like, I get it. Her. Maybe the end of the game, uh, a touchdown, but like a five-yard completion. I just saw. I think I just saw a headline on Barstool that her extra coverage equates to an extra three hundred thirty-two million dollars of revenue for the NFL. So of course they're going to keep showing her. Yeah, I don't know like, how they came up. I don't with know that how figure. they came up with that number. I don't know. I don't know the formula, but. Yeah, she's she's a ratings grabber. Mm-hmm. She's bringing extra eyeballs into the game. And look, they're going to do it. They do it with Eminem for Lions games. Hate right? him too. They're going to show. <laughs> wow. They're going to show anybody. Like he's fine, but like you can't you can't compare popularity right now. Nobody is. For Nobody Taylor is. To Eminem. But they show him, and he's got the dyed beard, <laughs> and it's annoying. He's double flicking off and, the, and the fans honestly, in San Francisco. Everyone. I mean, if, if, I like hip hop. Right. Um, liked it more when I was younger. Everybody respects Eminem. His he's twenty years past his due date. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> By the way, my guy Luis Fonzi, Puerto Rican, killed the national anthem. Didn't notice. He was Didn't really good. Didn't even see it. <laughs> Don't even know. Didn't even see it. Yeah. I guess he's a Niners fan, which is weird. Didn't even see that. He's, yeah. Who knows? The Morgan State that, Choir crushed it in Baltimore. They sounded really good <clears throat> yeah. before the Ravens the, game. The problem and I figured out the problem. The problem is, and Eric's on to it, is the the networks. Then that's the problem because think about this game. They're glomming on. Well, just think about this game. Uh, Last week when the Chiefs played the Bills, it was uh, Buffalo is playing their music Mm -hmm. um, um, during warmups. They had like karma sliders. You know what I mean? And this week there was there was like none of that. The the Ravens social media didn't didn't poke the bear. They Mm -hmm. weren't playing music or anything like that. So there was no real coverage of it. Except for when CBS did it, but, CBS is the problem. It, Tony not, Romo is the problem when he's <laughs> saying she's married. Yeah, yeah, but it's not uncommon. We the 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 hate used to be on Mahomes' wife. Yeah, Brittany. Yeah. I remember back in the day, Kurt Warner's wife used to get 
just crushed for some reason. Yeah, it's not their individual, except for Jackson Mahomes. That is his fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's he just a douche. But, right? but I feel like. But it's just too much. It's too much. It's too much. Eight, it's too much. And I get it, it's not her fault, but Kelsey's here's, on every other commercial. Here's the thing <laughs> it's too much for those of us in our generation, except for cakes. Younger people. Like it. My daughters are like, where's Tate? You know what I mean? Of course. So they like it. Right. That's why the NFL's, they're, they're head over heels about it. They love it. Right. Because your daughter. They got a whole new your, audience. Would your daughter be watching if Taylor Swift wasn't attached to some of these games? Um, no, but it, it, it they do, but it, it gives them extra entry. Right. For sure. It's added incentive for. For sure. But the network's always going to do it. Like it, it, it. Look, Taylor Swift may be number one right now. It could be. Like if it was Kylie Jenner, they would be going to the box to show Kylie Jenner if she was dating somebody on the team. If Taylor Swift was coming to, if she was in love with Valdez, it was coming to all of our appearances. No. In oh, our, Bethesda Theater. If she was going to Bethesda Theater, down the it next would be building. all over my Instagram. <laughs> I would use her like you wouldn't believe, the same way the NFL is. But it's still annoying. That's all I'm saying. Not her fault. And I understand why the networks are doing it. Well, it's a well, lot. Just, She's flying back from Japan to see her. Who her, called her boy toy come <laughs> play hey, in the Super Bowl? You were arguing with me when I said she was going to yeah, do that. Yeah, I, I thought it was kind of implausible that she would fly why halfway around the world. I kind of slept on how close Japan is to Vegas. It's kind of close. <laughs> it's, it's closer. Not that close. It's, it's, well, close you knew the time. it's like you knew the time. four hours closer said, than it is here. We said it was going to be an eight yeah. to ten hour flight. Whatever. It's a lock she'll be there. I'm surprised. I'm surprised at the poll results. The question was, are you sick of the Taylor Swift coverage during the NFL playoffs? It's only 55% yes. <laughs> I it, thought it was greater than that. I think it could. It you could can vote at Junks Radio. It could also be a political thing. She's a she's a left fielder, and I'm a, a extreme right fielder, <laughs> and so. But what does I that have disconnect. to do with being sick of her? Oh, I think it rubs people the wrong way, and we're just so polarized politically. I don't think it's the politics, because like I said, I mean, I have no idea what. Uh, Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner's wife's politics no, were. No, that was different. Or Brittany Mahomes. Like I just, for some reason. If there is, and and those aren't even celebrities, but somehow they became pretty omnipresent during those runs, and we could probably think of others I just that they got a lot of coverage. Like Kurt Warner's wife, for some reason, maybe her hairstyle at the time, she got a lot of coverage, more than most players' wives. Yeah, but and she became I mean, polarizing. Well, and Brittany Mahomes' honest, wife honest, gets a lot honest. of coverage. Well, yeah. she's also. I mean, this sounds brutal. She was nobody. Like. She's yeah, a di- correct. It's diff- it different. No, no, I know, but my point is, my point is that for right. some reason, they she became polarizing. Brittany Mahomes became polarizing, and it it's just something that happens for some reason that we'll just pounce on somebody that gets the exposure and just start hating I, on them. One of one of my kids, I won't say well, which just... one, was making fun of Brittany Mahomes, saying she's not even pretty, <clears throat> being very catty, <laughs> very catty. All right, let's take a break. We have a 92-year-old, apparently, who wants to chime in on Ooh, this issue. Is that the woman that always calls? Yes. Or is it a different no, one? No, it's a different No, the woman that lady. always calls thinks like 85. Oh, that's right. She's got to be by seven we years. We are killing it. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I know octogenarian. What's after that? What do you call him? Ancient? Noindogenarian? What do you call up someone in their know. 90s? She I don't called, know. She called herself a super senior. Hmm. Super senior. I like yeah. that. I like that title. She's first in line. Yeah. She better not hang up. She better not die. Yeah, because we're coming to her when we come back. All right, we were talking about Taylor Swift, all the coverage she's getting in the NFL with the Chiefs 
advancing. You're going to get even more during the Super Bowl. Does it bother you? I, I don't think it has anything to do with politics, EB. I think it just happens because happened to Brittany Mahomes, happened to Kurt Warner's wife. I could probably think of others. Uh, You're if right I really about think that about part. it. You're right. It happened to I, those. Just some reason, some reason there are certain women that support their men. Maybe it's the way that they do it that annoys people. Part of it people. is because. Because I was trying to figure out why do people hate Brittany Mahomes so much? Just too much. It was just too much. But she, Part but of she it has is a... because she felt like she's super famous. <clears throat> yeah. But she fell out of the sky like one of Rodman's girlfriends. You know, it just out of nowhere, it all of a sudden is everywhere in Travis Kelsey's life. And it's just a little like off-putting. But she was overexposed even before she started dating Kelsey. 100%. So was she getting on people's nerves before the Kelsey relationship? Probably. But yeah. this, not to, not to our fans. Right. But to the people that aren't de- devotees. Cakes is right. She's the most popular woman on the planet. Correct. No doubt. But to the diehard football folks. They don't want to see her all, all the time. You know, J-Lo's annoying when they show her in the, I know, you know, I know. whatever. Do, do Chiefs fans find her annoying? Probably not. <clears throat> I don't or, know, but where I, I'd like to see where the crowd of the uh, the people that had the opinion that, oh, Taylor, Taylor Swift's really distracting the Chiefs. <laughs> really distracted that Travis Kelsey. Where are all of you at this point? Well, the same people that Cricketville. just said that the, Crickets. the Chiefs missed Eric Bieniemy. Right. Well, they're missing him not one bit. Not, well, not that was one a solitary bit. Right. Everyone knew that was a dumb take. Back to the Super Bowl. But here, look, if you feel like there's too much exposure <laughs> to Taylor Swift, here's my advice to you. Don't watch all of the two-week hype lead-up. Just, well, watch, the, just watch the Super Bowl. And don't yeah. watch. Don't watch the pregame. God hype. forbid you watch six hours of pregame coverage no. the day of the Super. Bowl. Hopefully, there's some good college. That's hoops on like that day. the dumbest thing ever. In fairness to Taylor Swift, I'm super annoyed with Terry Bradshaw, with Howie Long, with all those guys, all the guys who do all the guys that fake giggle and do way, the fake shtick. How soft was Phil Sims on the sideline at MNC? Like it was like 45 degrees ish during the game. Yeah. He's wearing like. He's wearing like the world's longest trench coat, gloves, gloves. It's almost fifty degrees. Scarf. What are you, a scarf? What are you, what are you doing? It's cold. It's a terrible walk. <laughs> All right, let's go to the. To, hopefully, she's still alive. Eb, the lady who wants oh, to yeah, chime yeah, in yeah. on Taylor oh, Swift. Yeah, we have Mrs. <laughs> Eb uh, forgot about her. Mrs. Prescott. Hey, Mrs. Yes. How are you? Dax, mom. I <laughs> am fine. Great. Yeah, you sound amazing. Well, thank you. You got a great. Voice. Have you called the show before? No, I haven't, but I do look at you. Oh, nice. Okay, thank you. Oh. Which, one's your favorite? Which one do you think is the best looking joke? Yeah, Who's hottest? Which of the four, yeah. All of you are great. No, thank no, you. but the sexiest. I really enjoy looking at all you and listening to your comments. Okay. But thank I needed you. to call to say about Taylor Swift. Okay, right. go ahead. They need to take her off because <laughs> she's distracting from the game. Right. I am 92 years old, and I enjoy football. I even have NFL football cable so I can see the games in the spring and the summer when I need a fix. Wow. And and can you imagine they'll bring on Taylor Swift? Oh heck no. Are they you need who, she what doesn't team, need any exposure? She does not need it. I don't need her to know her schedule. They even talk about will her plane be able to get there on time? To see Travis. Oh, my God. She definitely watched Red Grange. Play. What is the secret to your longevity? She's better That's when they showed Fats Domino in the stands. <laughs> yeah, well, 92 years young. Problems. What is your secret to I have to a lot of physical pro- 
problems. However, I had an MRI done of my brain, and I was told my brain is good for 25 years. So that's the great thing. When was that? When was that taken? Uh, In March. Oh. Well, it's her brain. Of my brain. But were you... It wasn't bleeding. They took it because I've had eight falls. Oh, You've seen that yeah. woman on TV with the... Yeah. I've fallen and I can't get yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I guess. have a pendant. What, so, however, how's your ticker? Uh, it's fine. They showed that to me... Uh, let's see. They showed that to me in August. Listen, my mother's 87, and she reluctantly uses a cane 80% of the time... Do you use a cane or walker or anything? I have a cane and I have a walker. I do use my cane everywhere I go in my house. Good, 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 good. Because my my knees are gone. Right. The knees are gone. Your brain is silly, though. Did you know how sharp she is? The 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 pain is hell. They can't do anything for me because of the age and the heart condition. Do you you drink? I drink water. Eight. Oh, listen, water is the best thing. What about booze? I drink eight. No, I don't drink. Do you, do you, take, do you, do you zins? Do you take naps? <laughs> do zins. Naps? How many naps what? a day? Uh, well, I have not. <laughs> I've got narcolepsy. You want? Listen, let's Ooh. get back to Taylor Swift. Oh, I wish I had narcolepsy. <laughs> I'd kill for narcolepsy. <laughs> Miss, Mrs. Prescott, where'd you grow up? I don't up? need to hear about her travels. <laughs> I don't need to know if her plane is going to get to the game right. in time. You're I don't 100% need to know right. any of that. Hold on. It's I still want to ask her about the game. I want to see the game. Hold on. Mrs. Prescott, wh- wh- what's your favorite team? Of course, the commander. Okay, God, thank God. That's a right <laughs> Are you answer. a howler? <laughs> what do you want to do, do, do it to? I'm trying to find out who they're going to get as a new coach. Yeah. Right. Who do, you, do you have an opinion on who they should hire? No. Okay, Vince good. Lombardi. Do you do you have an opinion on who, who they should draft or what position they should draft with the second Papa pick? Papa Bear Hallis. No, they need to get a new quarterback. Okay. Do you they like Jaden Daniels? A new coach. Those are the two that they need. Right. Those young guys that they have now are good. I like to see them flying all over the place. All right. Do you like Jaden Daniels? Have you have you scouted the the? Uh, yeah, have the, you done a mock draft? <laughs> no, I haven't. That's a nice lady. Now we're I'm getting some mocking her. Kind of. That was that was. You all have pool. Takes us to be the smart. We have pool. You think we do? L and tell them to stop showing this Taylor, Taylor Swift. Oh, <laughs> That's what she wants to She's talk. She's really anti Taylor. No. Right. Hey, are you big on? Are you uh, like folklore era? Nineteen eighty nine. Enchanted. What's maybe? your favorite type of music? I like jazz, classical music. Oh, I like jazz. all of it. This is I, a classy I even woman, like country. Yeah, she's she's classy. Woman. What was like the last? Listen, you know what? When you've been out here ninety-two years, you've been exposed to so much all your life. Right. We were military, going all over the world. Right. So, and I was a model and a school teacher. So, you're a model. I did for sixty sixty years. Sixty oh. years. What did you model like for? All cattle? over. That was that was really great. Started when I was a teenager. They came down from New York. Looking for girls, and I was one of them. That well, was now these ones to pick. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but look, you guys, you stay. Listen, keep on because you're fun to look at. I really like to Thank hear you. the comments. What about and, the old uh, gray-haired guy? What do you think of him? Bunch of Clark Gables. Which one? Drink a lot of water, okay? I got water right in front of me. Hold on, but what about a couple old fashions? What do you think about that? What'd you just say? What about old fashions? The cocktails. Drink, the cocktail. What do you think? Is that good for you or? No, I don't drink. You never, you never were a drinker. No, I, I didn't. I didn't. What it's about water. I drink uh, 
five of the Deer Park 16 ounces a day. Wow. Right, that's obviously great for you. Uh, what about she is sharp? No, she's so sharp. Water Her mind is sharp. What about um, cigs? Were you ever a cigarette person? No. You've just been healthy. I couldn't stand cigarettes. So what about Twinkies? I didn't. I couldn't stand the smell of that marijuana either. Yeah, I, me. I'm right there with you. That, I hate that Scoring weed smell. Scoring points with the old EB. Okay, that's enough. That's enough, guys. All right. Okay. Well, Bye. She's putting us in her place. <laughs> she got tired of you. She, she got tired of the stupid Donald. Hey. What about Twinkies? How about chocolate chip cookies? What, what Matthew doing? I'm trying to figure out what year she was born. Yeah. 19, she said 1931. Yeah, ni- I have 1932 Dude, by my she, That's her era. era. So yeah. sharp. Her era is the 30s. I mean, like Jason's impression of EB. <laughs> so, so we have three ladies who are over the age of 85 who call into the show on a regular Routinely. basis. Routinely. It's because we're almost 85. And there's going to be a day where they stop calling. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So that is true. So she sounds very, I can very tell. And they're all viewers, right? They're all oh, monumental yeah, yeah, Sports yeah, Network yeah, viewers. They, <laughs> although they are radio people. I mean, they grew up in the radio era. They grew up in the I, era I, when people did the uh, like soap operas on radio, whatever they called yeah. that. Uh, War of the Worlds. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. Like my mother, like her, she's a, she, she's got some health issues that are debilitating, but she's otherwise pretty healthy. But um, I can tell that her mortality is right on the edge of her brain all the time. Because every time she talks, she always tells me how, how much she loves me more and more and more and more <laughs> right. and more. Like, she's, like, thinking this could be our last phone call. Like, that's how she's living her life now. I think you ain't all that. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> but that's what happens. Yeah. I you ain't all that. <laughs> all right, let's go to. <laughs> the replay machine is haunted, I believe. Yeah. I think a ghost is in the machine. Well, you know how you said you you went to your son's game, did all that driving. Yeah. I yeah. saw something, and it's true. They said that um, the first eighteen years of your kid's life, you see them every day for yeah, eighteen yeah, years, mm-hmm. and the rest of their lives, you see them one year total. Right, average. Yeah, it's depressing. That's average. That's but yeah. depressing. I mean, yeah. you're trying. We're you're lucky because a lot of us, our kids are local now. Kelsey's out in California, so you, you're, that really hits home with you. Um, but yeah, I know. True, definitely. <laughs> All right, let's go to let's go to DJ. DJ, what's up, man? You're on with the jokes. All right. Well, one hard to follow that lady. That was the most put together 92 year old I've ever. I heard. mean, I've no never doubt. heard anybody that sharp. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. But uh, so my wife is just the biggest Taylor Swift fan in the world. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Listens. It's basically the only artist she listens to. Right. So now, like we're just watching the games. It's just I, I can't escape it. Like she's. My wife's basically playing the freaking Taylor Swift songs in the background of the game right now, whenever she sees her. It's just, it, there's no escape. Like, I have no outs anymore. So it's like, yeah. it's just too much. Too yeah. Much. But yeah. I don't mind the girl. She's fine. She's pretty, you know, but just. She's not that pretty. Much. Yes, she is. Very and I hate, I hate the Chiefs. I hate the Chiefs. That's also. I, I think, love them this one. Uh, in the Super Bowl, I need to chop with JP. Right. Chop and chop. All right. Thanks, Dad. All right. All right. All right. Thank you, buddy. Me and Drab rooting for the Chiefs. Me, Drab, Taylor, Jackson, Brittany, everybody else. So is JP. No, he's the Niners guy. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. He's pulling for Brock Purdy. That's right. I was rooting for him anyway. I like the underdog story. So she's the mascot, essentially, for the Chiefs. That's what it's come down to, right? Who's the mascot for the Niners? Who is it? Like, is there one? Somebody's girlfriend? Is there an obvious person I'm missing? No. No, I don't think so. You know, like Eminem for Detroit or or Will Ferrell or whoever... These guys, Chad Smith or whoever these guys are. They had a Puerto Rican doing the uh, national anthem of wearing the Niners jersey. What's the guy's name? The guy that did Despacito. Yeah, yeah, but what's his name? Luis Fonzi. Luis Fonzi. But I don't think he's 
Pop, I, I mean, he's super famous, I don't know. but I don't know that white people know him, right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and maybe Christian McCaffrey's girlfriend, and she, like, famous? Olivia uh, Munn? Culpo? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think she's, she's famous. famous to young people. She's not, yeah. We're, we're she's not, not senior no, citizens. You know, not, we don't know her. She's not Tay-Tay famous. Not even close to that. Well, nobody's famous. Tay-Tay famous. Hey, maybe get it. Mike Shanahan in the booth. Yeah. Show Mike Shanahan. Because yeah, he's fun. He's a fun I'm just guy. trying to figure out who they show, like on the Niners side. I think it's a good question. I they, think they'll they show, show John, John Lynch. Lynch. They show John Lynch a lot. I couldn't. They tried to show who was it? The GM for Brad Holmes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For the what? Niners. The Lions. No, the, the Lions. Lions. He's the I guy didn't know that was, which one of the two. There were, there were two the guys, guys there standing in the back. Go, in the back. Yeah. It's like black guy with the goatee. He's the guy that was working at like Enterprise Rent a Car. <laughs> it was like I want to get the in the NFL. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to Frank. Frank, what's up, buddy? Oh, junks. Hi. I'm a 65 to Massa grad, but uh, nice. obviously Taylor Swift is a little uh, too young for my taste. I never did like her songs or had nothing against her. But I think her problem now is that Travis Kelsey is such a jerk that he is, she is, he has sort of rubbed off on her. <laughs> Why do you think he's associate. a jerk? <laughs> Because of the way he acts. I mean, you know, he's, I mean, obviously he's a football player and he likes pumping things up, but I think he just takes it over the top with his taunting and his slamming the football down and, mm-hmm. you know, chirping at people. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I just think he's a jerk, and I just think that he is just worn off on her. You think he's rubbed off on her? He's a bad that Travis Kelsey. Bad influence. I just think she's an overcheerer, and it's not, it's not like a, like her behavior doesn't bother me too much. Other than I think like, and it's not her fault, but they go to the booth and she acts like they won the Super Bowl on a first down and ten five yard reception. She's hugging everybody in the booth. That's what they well, show. I mean, she knows she's, she knows going to be on camera. Pretty much every time she Kelsey has to does know something. that. I know, but why don't you act but like she you've might been be, there? But she might be a few times. Yeah. Act like you've been there. I caught 11 balls, I think, yesterday. In other words, they weren't showing her after every catch. No, but they showed her after a catch, which was such a not. It wasn't a touchdown. It was like a first and you got a seven-yard catch. Yeah. Trust me, when when our kids make great plays, we don't go bananas 99% of the time. No. You keep it in. Now, inside, you're super pumped. But you act like you've been there. Well, she ha- she hasn't been there. She hasn't been there. It's yeah. so obvious. <laughs> Sorry, Kate. And I think that's why Brittany Mahomes. Doesn't, doesn't I do think me. that Brittany Mahomes is getting some of that backlash, too. It's not her fault, but she was just in the booth rooting yeah. for a man, and then the people just got sick was of her. Was she an Eagle fan growing up? Who? She grew that what up she said? in PA. So she grew up in PA. Well, I'm not yeah. blaming her for rooting for the Chiefs if her man is And I do the think the hate course. towards her, it's moved over to Taylor Swift. Definitely. And you're right. You've grown up. Anytime anybody's overexposed and shown in the booth, you you just start to get annoyed. Like I'm sure who was who was getting the hype. Um, uh, it was very brief because she was very attractive. But Jake Browning's right. girlfriend yeah. or wife right. got a little attention. She wore a bodysuit. Right. Let's say they made a run into the playoffs, and people would have been, people would have been hating on her. Yeah. Like, oh, Not look what she's wearing Taylor now. Right. Of Taylor's fame, but right. yeah, they would have hated her. Yeah. Yeah. No, different with the fame. I, I get yeah. it, but it's, you're just going to pick a target to hate on. I just feel like I wish I wouldn't know if she even knew what a forward pass was six months ago. I mean, I, I, I mean, this might be the first time she's actually attended NFL games. Right. Like, she's That's probably never wondering. been to games before. I, I'm just wondering. Did she even know, like, the positions? <laughs> Not that you should. It just, it just annoys me. You're being me. too hard. She, she can't get into it? 
she, she can't get into, into it. it. She can't get into it. And I mean, I'm not you, blaming her. Your wife probably didn't know what uh, yeah, lacrosse play was. If you I didn't, those, I didn't yeah. know what lacrosse was. Yeah. Right. I'm not blaming her. Sounds like you are. <laughs> but I hate you, you hate her. <laughs> I do by, hate her. It's not her fault. Her. <laughs> it's not her fault. But I do hate her. I don't hate her. I just, it's annoying. It's annoying. It's just annoying. But I'm not going to go as far as to say I hate her. Okay. I don't Me. hate her. I'm annoyed by her. There you go. <laughs> the same thing. Similar to Eminem rant last week. Eminem kills me like, dude, you're, you're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> like, why are you? You got a pit. What do they call that? Like a pitch black? Whatever they call that. Dark, dark black beard. Jet black. Jet black. Thank you. You got a jet black beard. Pitch black works too. Sorry. No, not really. He's, you're, but you can't hate her. I mean, she hasn't done anything wrong. You hate little, she, up. They're posting her after every catch and every touchdown. It's it's their fault, but I understand why they're doing it because she's a rating. But every once in a while on every, a catch, let's just say it's let's let's give him a first down. Let's say it's a third and seven mm-hmm. and he gets a twelve yard catch for a first down. Yeah, they should Does she need to be jumping up right. and down if like he that in the second one quarter? between his like he botches it <laughs> and then it's intercepted. They throw it to Kelsey, he drops it, because by the way, I believe he had the most drops of his career this year. Goes through his hands and they intercept it. Will they show him her? Most likely not. They don't, they don't show they her. Show her for, mostly during the positive. They plays. don't show her for negative plays. They weren't showing her when he was dropping balls. They probably have some agreement. In the what hope, game was that? I hope they show her a lot in two weeks. And Mahomes <laughs> carves your boy. <laughs> You're so desperate for the Chiefs. Do you really care? You don't no, really not really. Care. Not really. <laughs> All right. We'll come back, open up the entertainment page next here on the Junkies. Hey, reminder, this Friday you can join us at the Bethesda Theater. 8 p.m. It is our 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980 show. It's going to be a fun night off air, on stage, uncensored. And we've got a special guest. We announced it earlier. Special guest Jonathan Allen is going to join us live on stage. Talk about the future of the Commanders. By Friday, may have a new head coach. We'll take questions from fans, preview the Super Bowl matchup. It's all brought to you by Main Street Bank. Cheer local, bank local. Put their team in your office. Visit mstreetbank.com for more information. And to get tickets, go to Bethesda Theater. Dot com. I'm going to guess Jonathan Allen, strongest guy in attendance Friday night. I'm going to just go out on the <laughs> limb. Probably an easy bet. <laughs> and say that. You won't bring a weight bench out there and see how uh, how much he can I prob- uh, deadlift. I probably will not. I'm just <laughs> I'm just uh, saying it anecdotally. I wish you wouldn't need a bench for that. You know, <laughs> probably sort of, would. You know, cage, <laughs> whatever. All right, let's open up the entertainment page. It's sponsored. Yes, by it the is. Way. Thank new you, sponsor. Uh, new sponsor. An old sponsor, our friends at BMW Fairfax. Today's entertainment page brought to you by, driven by BMW Fairfax, who not only stands behind our military, but those who stand behind them. Maximize your military benefit with silly savings on most new BMW models, like almost $7,000 off new 5 and 7 Series sedans. Confirm your eligibility now at ID.me. Hit up my man, Mike Walker. I'm telling you, I'm driving in a new X5. It is ridiculous. Of all the cars I've had deals with them since like 15 years, almost going on like 17 years, this is by far the best vehicle I've ever had. This X5 is ridiculous. I love it. Um, And hook up Drabby because Drabby always buys nubber BMWs and he always has, (laughs) he always buys used ones like 10 years old with Mm -hmm. 100,000 miles and he always has uh, issues. So I need to put you in touch with Mike. 
I, I love my old Get BMW. Get them in the loop. I know. Hey, the great thing about BMW, and the same thing I'd say with some of the other brands, is the new ones look like the old. Like they, there's very there's like a few grill changes, but for the most part, unless you're a, 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 a snob. Most people don't know you're driving a 10-year-old. I, that happened I was at Kevin McCarthy's house last night. He came out to the parking lot, saw my 2013 BMW, was raving about it. Thought, he thought it was, it was brand, brand new, new right? <laughs> Did you watch the game it. with him? I went to, yeah, I watched, I watched the Ravens game with Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Who else was there? Just us two. Just the oh, two. Oh, really? A mandate. <laughs> Very nice. You abandoned your family for I Kevin? Did. Yeah. Were they going somewhere else and you had nothing no, going on? she stayed home with the kids. How much Kevin. football stuff from Kevin? chose to be with Kevin. Yeah, we got wing stop. Ravens flock. It was it was a heck of an afternoon. <laughs> Did you guys like make out or anything? No. <laughs> I mean, we we no, we shared a blue cheese dip. Well, how many, oh, gross! How many Zach Wilson jokes from them? There were a couple of Zach Wilson jokes. Right. Yeah. Jake Browning. Did yeah. he did he impress you with his knowledge at all? Nah, <laughs> not yet. I, you know, I'm explaining a lot to him. You are. Oh, he's asking. Yeah, he's like Taylor Swift, yeah. right? <laughs> but he's did, all in. That's a, God. It's such a. Did weird you bit. see the? 45 car pileup on the Bay Bridge on Saturday. It. That's crazy. Because of all the fog? Yeah. Yeah, the fog was It must have been the horrible. fog. But but at the time of the crash, it says here in the story, the time of the crash on the Bay Bridge, visibility was about a quarter of a mile and there was a dense fog advisory for areas east of the bridge. Let me tell you, I drove all weekend. I, I can't believe that. 45 cars. I can believe it because I saw some images of the bridge before or after that, and it was, like, covered in fog. Mm-hmm. And I drove in the fog this weekend and in the rain. And it's crazy. I, most people, I'm going to say this, myself included, maybe, but I'm kind of a scaredy cat. I I respect rain. I've hydroplaned before. Yeah. So I drive very controlled in rain. Yep. People were flying around, and they were in, the, in ditches. Some people are nuts. And when you throw the rain and the fog, like, yep. what are you doing? I was, I mean. If it was that foggy, I literally would just pull off before I got to the bridge. Probably a solid move. Just chill for about an hour. The scary thing about fog is you're driving along, you think you're fine, then you hit a patch of it, and it it takes you a second to realize, you're like, oh my God, I can't see but two feet in front of you. You can't see anything, right. It scares the poop out of you. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I mean, if you you don't know what's out there, and then you get on the bridge, you're effed. Um, Also scary, the mist. When mysterious creatures come out of the fog. Very scary. Yeah, that's that's basically what happened. Yeah, I know. It's lost on you. Yeah. Um, scary movie. I saw Beach Drive was closed down this weekend. Did you see that? Beach Drive right near your house. I was gone all weekend, but it, it, if it if it if it rains two raindrops, they <laughs> it was closed, yeah. It, 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 it does, it's the worst drainage in history mm-hmm. there. Um, Dune 2. <clears throat> I didn't even know there was a Dune 1 cake. But AMC <laughs> theaters have a Dune 2 popcorn bucket. That apparently, I guess it's supposed to look like the mouth of a sandworm. Is that a character in Dune? If you consider a big, gigantic monster that probably eats uh, a thousand people at a time a character, then yes. Okay. What else was it? It's in part of the movie. Right. I saw saw the first Dune, would not see the second. I know that Kevin raves about it. Oh, it's a masterpiece. It's amazing. Well, anyway. (laughs) It's it's too much. I can't can't see the second. What's the monster in Dune 1? What is it? Like you said, it's a sandworm. A a sandworm. It's a sandworm? Well, not like a a sandstorm, right? No, no. It's like a a a living, breathing thing? Yes. Right. So I'm going to show you. But it's massive. It would eat this entire studio. All at once. The studio, the whole floor, actually. As part of their promo bit, they've made like a popcorn bucket attachment or whatever to look like the sand 
Dune, yeah. Worm, whatever it is. <laughs> and people are saying it looks like one of Valdez's toys. It looks like something you would stick yeah. part of your body into. Right. Like a fleshlight. It, like, it looks like a fleshlight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? And people are asking. It's if a they... very suggestive popcorn topper. Yeah. From the looks of it. Do you think they're doing that on purpose? Honestly. Because there's a lot of stuff out there. I don't the... know, but like. That, a lot I of think, imagery. I think they know that by putting that out there, it's going to create gonna... some buzz. So they do <laughs> understand. I would think. Because look at it. But you know what? It, I'll be honest with you. Like there are people would... out there that are naive. Like, for example, you're not. Gonna, but my wife would have no idea. If you told my wife it, it's a. It's like, she doesn't know what that is. You're, you're no, correct your wife on doesn't that. know but No either. chance. No. When the first one came off the assembly line, there was no one there to say, hey, guys, maybe we should uh, have a redesign. Well, it just depends. If it's guys like you, yeah. But if it's Amy and, and uh, Dina well, working this, let me give you a on. current example. Or Teresa, we were, we're watching a TV show where a guy said, "Rock out with your blank out," and my wife didn't know; she was unaware of what the word that ro- that sounds like sock was <laughs> right. that went in well, that. I'm pretty sure Dina would get that one. That's just rhyming. That's just rhyming. I, know, yeah. my wife just at it like, I was like, "Come on, this is what it means." And then what was her reaction? She was just like, "Oh," <laughs> she was a little taken aback, you know? a little surprised. The problem is it looks just like the monster. Right. I mean, it looks just like the monster. Sure. If you had Tentacles seen this, Jason, and I know that you're not a sexual person anymore. You shut it down. Was. I wouldn't know. Do you, don't know <laughs> do you know what that light that Valdez not is talking really. about is? I wouldn't really think no, that. Really. And I'm aware of that thing, but <laughs> I, I wouldn't have are. thought of that. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm I not aware the, of it like that. I know that. what that's supposed to, what he's referring to. Right, right, right. But I've never seen it. I'll be honest, 17-year-old me would have wanted to stick something in, into that popcorn. <laughs> hey, you know, send us one of those things? Yeah, we had a listener. And you, yeah. and you experimented with it. No, I did not. <laughs> I thought I thought you no. guys were fighting for it to take it home. No, that's, that was a bit. But I thought Clary, Clary took it. Clary, Clary did. did. Yeah. yeah, well, I'd imagine he's put so it So are you good saying use. you're above it? You wouldn't have tried it? No, I'm not saying I wouldn't have tried it, but I probably wouldn't tell you guys if I've tried I mean, it. Okay. Yeah, how good it would feel if you put some buttered popcorn yeah. on that sandworm's <laughs> So hot butter. Yeah, how, how good that's going to feel with some hot butter? It might feel pretty good. I'm just, I'm and just putting it out you know, there. You know someone's uh, a perv if they describe Dune 2 as a, an exhilarating movie. <laughs> right. Um, also a dork. Who's the star of Dune? Uh, it. Is it Timothy Chalamet and Zen- Zendaya? Okay. Right. Isn't Timothy Chalamet kind of a weak, like, just a pathetic-looking dude, and he's dating Kendall Jenner. Is that right? Is he dating one of the Jenner I think girls? he is or was dating one of the Jenners, and is, yes. And is it, I mean, he looks like... He's like just this, like, a, like a fancy lad. He looks like a wussy. <laughs> and she she dates, like, bald. Hey, he's a sensitive Sh- actor type. That's just weird. Chalamet, yeah, what do you call him? famous and rich. Isn't his name Timothy Chalamet? But what do you, what'd you re- describe him as? Like a wussy. Oh. <laughs> like an actor wussy boy. I don't, I don't know. Good size. Like she dates balls. Hold on, you mean it you just doesn't make sense? You didn't see his latest turn on Wonka, EB? <laughs> did you? No, I didn't actually. Exactly. But I did. I saw Johnny Depp's very weird. I like the original Gene Wilder playing Willy Wonka. Yeah, there's some too. pictures of him. He's ago. pretty scrawny. He's a scrawny little dude, and she. Although, I mean, I don't know. The wiki says he's five ten, one seventy five. I don't know. He That's ain't one seventy. He looks like he's about one hundred thirty. Yeah, he looks skinny in some of these pictures. Um. This is a terrible story. Jay Leno's wife, Mavis, he used to always refer to his wife, Mavis, right? I think at one point, was she like an old PR person in Hollywood? Don't know. I think maybe. Uh, anyway, she's battling dementia. It's terrible. So he's filed for conservatorship of that. Mm. Um, <clears throat> you know, do you know, do you know how old 
She's 77. Is Jay also about that age? No, he's, he's not that old. He's not in his late 70s? 73. He's 73. Okay. Um, Alyssa Milano's getting a lot of crap oh, yeah, because she is a multi-millionaire. I mean, worth millions. Yep. Um, and she put out a GoFundMe to raise money for a kid's baseball team. <laughs> that is not It's like, come on. I'm sorry. If you have a if you have a 10 milli bankroll, you can't. <laughs> Maybe she ran out of money. You can't be on Twitter no, like no. just trying to get people to donate. But is she bucks. supposed to cover the costs of every I'm not sporting saying, event no. trip? You know I'm what I mean? I'm not saying she. Like if your team that, is having a fundraiser, I do. I pay costs no for your individual, but you're not covering the whole team. She's not covering the whole team. I thought the GoFundMe was for the whole team. Well, it's just like every kid probably like you sell chocolate bars. Every kid is probably supposed to raise money for the team right. so they can go to a tournament or something. But I got a bunch of numbers on the team. Yeah. Actually, they probably don't. I mean, where does she live? Don't know. California lives with a bunch of other rich folks. Cheap bastards don't want to. It's just not a great. So look. they got 12k in the GoFundMe. Yeah, people were giving. It's I mean, ridiculous. It's just, it, the thing that tells me, uh, you know what? That's fine. I don't care. She it's lives just, in Bell just, Canyon, California. It's just kind of embarrassing. But like the people that use like uh, fake cancer to graze well, money—that that makes me that's insane. Pretty yeah. awful. That makes me crazy. Um, I think there was a poker player that was pulling that scam, like the most recent World Series of Poker. He he, he scammed people on GoFundMe to pay his body. <laughs> Told him he had cancer. Dead zero cancer. Well, what the scam? I was associated with a guy a long time ago who associated as a stretch. But I mean, I, I interviewed this guy a little bit and was <clears> considering <throat> maybe going into business with this guy in the poker world. Okay, and he was accused, and I don't know if he did it, but he was accused of just getting. He was selling pieces. This is very common in the poker world. So, like, if you sell pieces of yourself, you buy ten percent, you buy ten percent, yep. you buy eighty percent, or whatever, right? He sold 7 million percent. So everyone, you know what I mean? Like everyone. Get a Ponzi scheme. Basically. And then he busted. And yeah, then, right. but, but some people said he never even entered. Like, oh, he just took the so money and got ran? everybody paid. You know, it was, yeah. That's a, that's a scam. This may surprise you. I've been down a poker wormhole of late on YouTube vids. Mm-hmm. Definitely saw your boy Dang at one of the old World Series of Poker from like 12, 12 or 13 years ago. Which one? I don't know. Who's oh, the I donk? Those, guys. those are the sweetest guys. Yeah. Who's the donk that Brett and I met with that supposedly wanted to go into business with us? It was Hatchem. Something Hatchem. Oh, Joe Hatchem. What hey, did he say? Do you remember Tony his phrase? What did he say? Brother. Are you kidding? Pass the sugar. Yeah. <laughs> of course everybody knows that. Well, no, he that. wasn't oh. the silly. I think it was the, the brother son, of the silly. the son. Or it might um, have been his brother. I think it was his brother. A lot of Hatchems running around. We met him. A lot of them. And he was talking about some business. I think it was, it was Tony Hatchem. It yes. wasn't. It wasn't Joe. It was Tony Correct. Hatchem, the brother. Um, and let me see if I have a good kicker. Milano's th- that trip. That's a Cooperstown trip. Their the son's uh, baseball team. They're going right. to Cooperstown. Right. Flying coast to coast. But why does she? I mean, she's uh, got I, money. I mean, just she's got tons of she's money. Worth way more than me. I pay so much money. <laughs> it's crazy for kids. Good I know. I know. She's just probably doing an email forward bit. Like the coach sends uh, no, something. No, she put to... it on her Instagram. Okay. Just take I, next I just called. I'm trying to book hotels in Blacksburg for the football weekends because if you wait until midsummer, you're, you're staying in like Roanoke it's or Salem. Me, it's I, me, I called for the Boston College game. Mm-hmm. The residence in mm-hmm. is nine hundred a night. Oh, the <laughs> residence in. See, when those instances, I stay. I stay an hour away. When they, no, nah, I can't stay an hour. away. So you're going to pay nine hundred? No, I'm going to look around to see. It. Hopefully, there's something five hundred. You better browse. But I remember when my oldest daughter was a freshman, so five years ago, mm-hmm. 
the residence in was probably four hundred a night. Right. It's doubled, more than doubled. Somebody's making coin. I couldn't believe that. Somebody's but you know what? You, you it, it, unless you want to stay in Roanoke, you have to pay it. Yeah, Supply and demand. They the kill it. Like your Teresa. Does Teresa get hammered at the games? No. Yeah. Let her. She's your driver. She's your TD. No, that's boring. I mean, driving an hour after the game, getting to and from, and you know, it's just it's a pain in the butt. Complete bullshit. I know it saves money, but it's it's a huge inconvenience. Mm-hmm. Got to take a break. Come back with more here on the Junkies. It's time for Chasing 895 on the Junks. Alex Ovechkin scored his 831st career goal on the power play to cut the Caps' deficit to 4-3. On Saturday, the Caps fell in overtime to the Stars. Ovechkin has recorded 20 points in 26 career games against Dallas. 64 goals to pass Wayne Gretzky for most all time. At the dot, Strom low and a whiff from Oshie back to Ovechkin. He scores! Alex Ovechkin from high in the slot picks up his ninth goal of the season and the Capitals are back within one. It's four to three. That was John Walton, of course, with the call. Chasing 895 is presented by Main Street Bank. Cheer local, bank local. Put their team in your office. Visit mstreetbank.com for more information. Absolutely. 831 on the in-studio track. That was the right only good there. thing from that game. Pretty much. Now they, well, did they, get, got they got a point. They got one point. All right, but they have 51 points. They There's only one team in their division with less. They've lost 12 of their last 17 games. Yeah, the All-Star break is coming at a good time for them. So they don't play again until February 6th. Good time to regroup, heal some bumps and bruises, and I believe they face the toughest slate in the league from now until the end of the season. So it's, it's February 6th tough. is an important day in our history. Yeah. It is. It's a very important day. <coughs> yeah, uh, That was Eric Pickle's birthday. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> there you the big 5-4. It's gross. Well, they need <laughs> it's there. a must win it's on your gross. birthday yep. against the Canadians. I wonder should I go. Where is it? It's here. here. I wonder if I should go there birthday what day is it my birthday february 6th uh t- i think it's a tuesday. tuesday could be wrong on that um today obviously <laughs> we spent most of the show talking about the super bowl matchup and a bunch of polls today whether lamar jackson's a choker and dan campbell did he cost them a trip to the super bowl but tomorrow the tension's going to be on the commander's coaching search yeah and it's been reported that dan quinn will have his in-person interview with the commanders on Tuesday. They may not get to it. Well, I think they're going to they're not going to cancel the other guys interviews. Why not? You think? They do that all the time. Really? Sure. So I think they did that in Atlanta. So you think, think they're going to hire You think they're going to hire Ben Johnson just from his Zoomer? Well, when he was doing well, Zoom the, interviews the way everybody. the tea leaves are yes, It does seem like it's done deal, in but in Atlanta somebody else was set to interview and they named Raheem Morris. Well, I'm just going to give you the schedule according to Nikki Javal of the Washington Post. Uh-huh. You've got Dan Quinn in person tomorrow. And now this doesn't have the specific dates, but it says they also have second interviews scheduled uh-huh. with Lions defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn, mm-hmm. oh, Ravens boy. defensive coordinator Mike McDonald, and Ravens assistant head coach, defensive line coach Anthony Weaver. And then, of course, there's Ben Johnson. The polls today are kind of within the two-third margins, right? Mm-hmm. So Lamar Jackson, a choker, 63%. Dan Campbell cost him a trip to the Super Bowl, 68%. Uh, Taylor Swift coverage, annoying, 53%. If Dan Quinn got hired, I think it would be 90% the fan base would be against it, including the guy who wears the Capitals beanies mm-hmm. every day. Yep. 
So would you explode if Dan Quinn got okay, hired? I wouldn't explode. No. I just don't think it's a very I think it'd be a good hire. hire. It maybe not it, it wouldn't inspire you, but he 100% would be better than what you had. Yeah, it's not going to 100%. I'm not going to be livid. I'm going to assume he's going to hire a great offensive guy, a great offensive mind. Yeah, I mean, to he's help not our stupid. Quarterback. Yeah. So according to Ben Standing, today are the interviews with Anthony Weaver and okay. Mike McDonald. Okay. And then tomorrow it's Quinn. And here's where you know the fix is in. Quinn, I believe, is flying here for his interview. And the contingent for the commanders, unless this has changed, is, fl- is meeting Ben Johnson in Detroit. What day? Oh, okay. It says they're both on Tuesday. <clears throat> Quinn, Glenn, Ben Johnson. So they're going to squeeze Quinn in the morning. That, that, that must have changed. I, I, don't I know. thought I don't, they were going to do one that. Johnson today. They're going to wrap it up. If it's Johnson and it's all predetermined, they're going to wrap it up today. What's the matter? Is Ben Johnson, I guess the Lions flew back last night, yeah. the earliest morning. I'm sure they did. He probably needs a day to decompress. He's probably telling, he knows he's got the gig. He's probably telling Josh Harrison Company, let me rest for a day at home. Come in on Tuesday. Would I wouldn't do that. I would be Seattle's like, interviewing Ben Johnson oh. today in Detroit. Okay. This morning. Or this afternoon. Mm. I'm afternoon. telling you, if I'm Ben Johnson, I'd be intrigued with Seattle's pieces. Now, you have a quarterback question, or an older quarterback with mm-hmm. Geno Smith, mm-hmm. but I'd be more intrigued with, I get to work with You got good receivers. Lockett, you got just drafted receivers. JSN. Well, I think he's on his way out. The, sign, the signs are pointing to I him. I meant Metcalf. Metcalf. Yeah, Metcalf. Metcalf and JSN. Well, they got Jackson Smith, yeah. Yeah, what if what if Ben but, never makes it to DC? Well, then Seattle you have, hires then, him today. Then you've got your backup plan, whoever that is. Do you, so, on that so, do you still think it's going to be named? They're going to be named by Wednesday. I think oh, when we yeah. do the show on Friday, they're going to have the head coach. For no, they're sure. going to have it by Wednesday. Yeah. They, That's I what I said last week. Today, yeah. today or tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, no, I, I think they're going to go. Through, I think they're going to go through the interviews. Seattle, I don't know anything about it. But. I think they will do all of the interviews. Okay. To at least say they did the process. But I kind of have agreed with you all the time. It's just show. Is it just, seems like show. Yeah. But hopefully I mean, they're open-minded. Seattle, I mean, maybe Anthony Weaver blows them away. I think he's the least likely of all the candidates. Actually, if they hire Anthony Weaver, I'll just be disappointed <laughs> just because you never even heard of the game. Yeah, but he's from the Raven's Tree. I know. I like Raven's Tree is a pretty like good it. tree to play from. I'd rather have McDonald and Weaver, but I know Valdez loves Weaver, and he's all in a Weaver. Uh, so. No, you can't have anyone from the loser organization. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't have that. Yeah. All right, we got to get out of here for Bish Bucks Cakes. EBMJP, we will see you tomorrow. B. Mitch and Finley coming up next right here on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.